your wife. Guaranteed to have the time of your life because the Mets are really sucking the ball. Knocking those home runs over the wall. East side, west side, everybody's coming down to meet the M-E-T-S Mets of The streets. Where do they go? To meet the and welcome back to the Lurvin here on the 9.7 WCLH. I'm joined in the studio by Billy Coster, Alex Orlando, Leroy Marshall, and Charles Billy Reginald Searle. Man. Mets are the Mets. Did we meet the Mets this weekend, didn't we? Oh, yes, we did. All right, give it to me. Hello, Mets! <laughs> Oh, we waited 101 games for that one. Well, we took, all knew it was going to happen. It only took one wild card weekend to do that. Leroy, talk to me about your good old Mets. <sighs> Here we go. <laughs> I just don't understand. How does it take us seven pitchers to give us, to give us six runs? And... The Padres only used one pitcher and gave up one hit. Musgrove's daddy. Some people just can't handle a big stage. <laughs> Some people. I think that whole team can't handle a big stage. Well, I was inferring that, but I'm kind of trying to be nice today. I'm not. We're, we're going we're gonna to take it easy on Leroy today. He was, uh, I'm not. He was named Mac Defensive Player of the Week, by the way. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you, man. But you don't have to take it easy, man. <laughs> no, I'm not taking it easy. I'm just doing it for karma. I don't think so, man. Go ahead, Orlando. I know you have something to say. Go ahead. Oh, man. Where do I start? <laughs> Where do I start? What a great weekend. We swept the Cardinals. Sir Anthony Dominguez striking out the top two MVP candidates in the NL. I knew we would win after that. And then the Mets, man. How about, how about GM Buck testing Joe Musgrove? <laughs> that was behind hey, the hey, ears. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you right now. That's embarrassing. That there was, was embarrassing. There was no sticky substance. Buck Showalter wanted to slow the game down. It didn't matter. He was scared. It didn't matter. He's, I think he struck out three batters after that, too. <laughs> I think he did. I yes, mean, yes, he did. I don't think it's an awful move by Buck. I mean, obviously, obviously, Musgrove was dealing and shutting them down. So, you know, why not switch up the pace of the game a little bit? I mean, it obviously didn't work. Just look at the box score for that and the one hit they had to show for it. One hit. But he was try- I think he was trying to slow it down. One win, one hit. Wow, who would have thought? In a winner-take-all game, you get one hit. I will say this, though. I would never. I think the Padres had a very good pitching rotation. They had Darvish game one. Oh, yes. Then they had Blake Snell game two, and then Musgrove game three. Mm -hmm. I just want to say this. I came on here last Wednesday saying the Padres were going to win in three, and none of you guys believed me. That's a lie. I didn't. We didn't. Because you want to know why? I believed you. No, that you're you're lying. You're lying. We just said we we didn't believe you. I just said I didn't. We just said that. I wrote it down. You want to know why? I I said Friday. That out of these two teams in the wild card from the NL, one was going home <laughs> and one was staying. One in the NL East, yes, yes, yes. Out yes. Of the NL East teams. And I, I hope you guys can understand, as a Phillies fan, I was inferring to 
the Phillies were moving on to the Braves, and the Mets were going home. And that's what happened. It's that simple. It's simple. I just think it's funny the fact that they spent all this money. Oh, Steve Cohen. Oh, yeah. Uncle Stevie. I think that's what the Mets fans call him. They spent all this money on all of these guys. They got 101 wins. Oh, great, great, awesome. You're awesome. They more wins than the Yankees. And then you get eliminated in the first round of the playoffs. Like, yeah. If you want to be like the Yankees and try to spend money to win championships, <laughs> you at least have to get out of the first round before you want to be like your big brother. That's that's my take on it. Like You're spending all of this money, and you lose in the first round. At home, three straight home games, and you can't win the series. It's no, crazy. No fight in them. No, no fight. No, no fight dog. like the fight in Phil's. Tall. No fight at all. You had everyone here had the Cardinals sweep in the fills, but not me. Not I. <laughs> I said the fills are going to take one game. And one I, game. You know what? You know I, why? I respected the Cardinals, but I can't, I can't disrespect the Phillies. And they swept the Cardinals. Guess what? I was wrong. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay to be wrong. wrong. I'm happy I was wrong. I'll be honest. We all was yeah. wrong. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm happy I was wrong. You know I had the Cardinals winning. It was a red October. It still is red October. It's a great red October now that it's the Mets are done. October. It just makes it better. For the National League side. Of now now we just want to repeat 2009, don't we? Yeah, or 1998. It's anything's fine with me. Braves or Phillies. What do you know? Give us the Dodgers, too. doesn't really affect me. I don't care. Clayton Kershaw gets in the mound. I want to see him pitch against Judge. Deep fly, fly ball, to left center field. The only reason I want to see the Dodgers is so I can see Joey Gallo step in the Yankee Stadium in October. You know, fun fact here. Aaron Judge has more home runs this season than Joey Gallo has hits this season. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's absurd. Actual stats. So you're telling That's me absurd. Joey Gallo has less than 62 hits this mm-hmm. season? Yes. He does. I, th- I want to say he has 59 hits. Judge, I'm pretty sure Aaron Judge has One, six, six more hit home runs yeah, than he has hits. Oh my God, he's having, he has he's a one six two. That was his batting average. He's having a Chris Davis. Year. He batted a one six two and had seven home runs. Well, nineteen home runs. He had nineteen home runs. With a batting average of one six two. Twelve on the Yankees, seven on the Dodgers. Lord have mercy. <laughs> and fifty eight hits. Yep, sorry, fifty eight, not fifty four less. That's absurd. Yeah, um, one would say embarrassing. How much yeah. money is he getting paid? I actually, like, I know he's getting paid a good amount of money. It's not anything crazy, though. It's not, like, as much as Max Scherzer got paid to go out there and lose in game one of the wild card. But he I, is getting paid a decent amount, I'm pretty sure. But it's not, like, one of those crazy contracts where he's dis, um, not playing up to it this badly. Like, I know he's not one of the highest paid outfielders in MLB. That's good bulletin board material, though. They do meet. What you put? You put Joey Gallo in the box? No, not in Yankee Stadium. In LA, yes. And yeah, he won't be able to him. Yankee Stadium. He will not be imagine. He'll crumble. He'll see a grown man cry on live television. There's no way. There's no way in Yankee Stadium they do it. But I seen ten million dollars. I seen a lot of grown men cry on television this weekend, (laughs) especially last night. Yeah, it was that was. I think it's okay. I like how the game kept going on. The camera kept panning away from baseball more towards the fans. But hey, listen, <laughs> I'm happy for Met fans. You know, they have Jacob DeGrom, and in his last star as a New York Met, he was able to get a win for him. 
<laughs> so that, that's good for my fans. They deserve that, I think. I'm there, surprised he did. There I go right there. Exactly that point. After game two win, press conference, Derek, uh, whoa, Jacob DeGrom said this is his last game as a Met. He knew for a fact going into game three with Bassett on the mound, they were not going to win. Not I think, I think we all knew that. This makes me so, it makes me laugh. Makes me so upset that Jacob DeGrom said that after game two win. I told you what was going to happen. Wednesday. I told you what was going to happen. I said between Mad Max. Whoa, whoa, who, whoa, 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 whoa. It's just Max. You're right. Just between Max <laughs> and DeGrom, the Padres is going to steal one. Mad Max. So he, he was left in the insane asylum Friday. He, he never, he never nope. you know, opened the door. <laughs> between Max and Scherzer, excuse me, Max and DeGrom, the, the Padres are going to take one. And then Bassett versus whoever the Padres, they could have thrown Clevenger. I still take the Padres. All right, all right. I'll still take the Padres. I don't know about that one. <laughs> Joe, Joe Musgrove had a great game. They could have thrown out Hater to start. I still would have taken the Padres. Just give up four home runs. At least they had, their closer had a cool runout song, though. Yeah. That, that, that was, that that was, was a positive. Yeah. yeah, Timmy Trumpets. He, he was yeah. played once the series. <laughs> And I, he did give up two runs, right, Edwin Diaz last He time? did. He gave up a, a, <laughs> R, a two RBI night. single. The Met thing to do again. Yeah. Best closer in the league, though, right? Mm-hmm. Nah. Yes. No. No, yeah, yeah, no, he is. He Best, is. What are you Re- talking about? Hey, he has, realistically, he has, he has a yes. walkout song. Realistically, only, yes, no. he has it. Only the best have walkout songs. I mean, Mariano had one. <laughs> and he was a fantastic closer. He was, he was the best he's closer the of all best time. He's not the best closer in the league. Edwin Diaz, I think he's right behind Mariano. Nah. He's got his own. He's got his own walkout song. I don't know. <laughs> nah. I mean, it's not Enter Sandman. It's not cool. It's some you know trumpets or whatever. But but yeah, they gave a live performance. You know what? Mariano could have given a live get a, get a live performance. <laughs> he didn't need one. He, he didn't need one. He, he, he really did. It, didn't he did it with his pitch. That was the peak of Mets baseball when Timmy Trumpets came and played the trumpets for them. Yeah, I mean, there's not much competition there, but you know, I'm sitting here making fun of the Mets real bad. Uh, maybe I should go to a team that another team I dislike. The Toronto Blue Jays were up by a touchdown. They were. And they lost. They were. Yeah, let's talk about that. We could, we could stay on the Mets for a little longer. <laughs> I guess we got to move on. That's we got to move on. You know, we'll be giving them. Uh, I mean, we'll, th- we'll talk about the Mets all offseason. Oh, yeah. Especially when the, once they lose everyone in the in the Braves after somehow still getting people for pennies on the dollar. So that's just how? Just how? Explain to me. How do you have so much money for him? Seven years, 92 mil. Spencer Strider. Mm-hmm. Locked up. Locked up just like Mad Max still in the insane asylum. <sighs> wow. And DeGrom's going to go there probably for three years, two, two mil. Just the way the Braves are handing out contracts. They just they just giving out money. Just give me some money. That's it, man. They wish Cohen had this kind of money. <laughs> I did see a tweet the other day, though. Or yesterday. Or maybe this morning. I don't know. That said, uh, we're going to keep raking on the Mets until Steve Cohen offers Aaron Judge $2 billion. So, um, yeah, we're going to go to Toronto. <laughs> there he is. Hey, Bandit. Come along. I can't really hear him, but I'm assuming. I'm assuming he's, I'm assuming saying, he's saying, saying he's saying I, player of the week. Yes. That's what he said. Oh, okay. Great job again, Leroy. Well so, deserved. Yeah. So 
the, the conversation, I want to start with game one before we get into game two of Seattle-Toronto. Game one, I said, we said for probably a month on this show, Castillo or Manoa? And we finally got to answer that question Friday. And man, did Castillo show up. He did. I was wrong. It's okay. I was wrong. The, the Phillies guys were wrong about this game. That's fine. We were. But it's because it didn't matter to us. Did it matter? Yeah, it didn't matter. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> didn't matter. And then game two, I mean, as Reg over here already said, they were up by a touchdown. Eight to one, seventh inning or eighth inning? I was think it was seventh. the seventh. Yeah. Seventh inning. The bullpen, man. Wow. So it was going to be a problem. We didn't think it would be this much of a problem. The Mariners fight all the way back, get up 10-9 in the top of the ninth. In Vlad's house, too, don't forget. Vlad is such a good host. I just want to say that. His house is a lot of fun. Ever since that he welcomed us into his home a couple weeks ago, Aaron Judge tied the home run record. Uh, the Yankees the won the AL East. And then the Mariners won their first playoff series in 20 <laughs> years. I mean, wow. Thank you, Vlad. You're a great host, Vlad. Such a you good really host. You're, you're such a nice guest. Or host, yeah. I think Toronto's a good place to play at, man. Yeah. When, Vlad is, when Vlad is there. Yeah. I would say. I mean, Seattle, so was, Seattle felt very welcomed. Felt very welcomed. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure if the disagree. Mets played there, the Mets would still find a way to lose, though. <laughs> uh. Uh, Tampa. <laughs> One run. Frauds. <laughs> One run. Frauds. <laughs> 15 innings, you can't get a run? I mean, you could say the same for Cleveland, but at least they won the series. Second game was fun to watch, I guess. It was very fun. Yeah, game. Was. <laughs> on, the ri- on the ride home from, yeah, uh, from the game Saturday. I'm, si- I'm sitting there on the bus. I'm like, you know, what is it, inning 15? Yeah. yeah. It's maybe going a little longer than I'd like it to. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> it was the, it actually broke MLB history. It was the first game to go 15 innings, first playoff game to go 15 innings without a run scored. That's yeah. absurd. And then Oscar Gonzalez said, uh, "I want to go home. <laughs> I want to go home." He said he wanted the Yankees. It's a Kluber, Dape. We'll be waiting for him. Wasn't that wasn't that like poetic though? Like Corey Kluber in Cleveland getting taken Dape. By the new age guardians. It's unfortunate. I'm a Corey Kluber fan, though. I am too, yeah. though. I, I I enjoyed seeing Kluber there out there, but he's a little older now, so so the guardians are going to come to New York. Right now, the first three starters for New York: Garrett Cole, Nestor Cortez, and Luis Severino. In that order, I mean. The way the the way Chris was talking about them, this was going to be a fight. But I mean, after the, what the offense showed, I don't know. The way that their offense played, I I mean, knowing the Yankees, they could uh, have one of their episodes here. But I the way that the Cleveland offense played, and looking at the Yankees offense, I just can't see Cleveland's offense being able to keep up. Their pitching is phenomenal, very good. I mean, I want to see what. Uh, McKenzie, McKenzie, Tristan rookie, McKenzie. Tristan yeah. McKenzie. I want to see how he deals with it when he pitches his first playoff game on the road in Yankee Stadium. That should be interesting. But I just can't see their offense. Like they're off. I don't think their offense is good enough to keep up with yeah. any of the teams remaining. To be honest, 
Their pitching is very good, though. I agree with that. I mean, the Guardians aren't really a power hitting team. I mean, they're a big contact team. They're mm-hmm. going to get on base. They're going to they're going to run the bases. They're not going to slug you out of the park. Yeah. Like I said no. Friday. Like they're not. And the Yankees will. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's they will. <laughs> I mean, the Yankees probably with the move of the postseason. Leaving Chapman off the road. Ain't the heavens! Don't even give him a chance to do what he does every year or blow it. Miss, how do you miss a postseason workout? How do you do that? It was the most. It was the best contribution he's given to this team all in year. years. No, all year, not in years. Come on. I can't name anything that so, he's done. Besides, I think he's given up three walk-off home runs that have eliminated us from the playoffs. <laughs> That is true. In three different years, I think it's been. Something like that. He throws hard. Not yeah. anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chapman's done. Yeah. He stinks. No, no. You guys will be fine without him, though. We will. I like Yan- our bullpen. Yankees, Yankees in four. I like that. Here I like this guy. Yankees in four. Just, Thanks, Bill. Just keep this guy around. You got a good name, too. What's up, Bill? What's up, Bill? <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to go Yankees in four, too. I'll get Cleveland one game in Cleveland, yeah. but... I'll give him one. What, what are you shaking your head for, Zach? He's an, uh, he's an Orioles fan. You get one winning season, and you don't know how to act. Didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, give me Yanks and four. He gave you extended I'll playoffs. He group. gave you an extra wild card spot. You still can't do it. Oh, my God. Leroy? I'm not picking baseball no more. <laughs> <laughs> he's just waiting for the basketball season. <laughs> This will be my last show. Oh my god! Oh no! Oh, no. no! I marked I marked this day as a Monday, October tenth, two thousand and twenty-two. I will no longer be doing the baseball segment ever again. No! <laughs> Not until March twenty twenty-three. There you go. There you go. Well, no, I have Yankees in five. I'll take it. I'll take Thanks, it. Thanks, Leroy. Thanks Atlanta. for being a realist, Leroy. Right. Yankees in four. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> let's go to. I guess we we'll go to Houston, Seattle. We'll talk about it. Houston, that, that is some great weather over there. <laughs> I think. I think out of all the AL teams, Seattle has the best lineup to beat Houston. I think it's that it's a, it, the best matchup. I agree. Yeah, I think Toronto would have got walked by Houston. Uh, three games, not even a question. But at least Seattle puts up a fight. I think it goes to a game five. And the sure. scariest thing about Seattle is they have nothing to lose. Nope. Yeah. Nothing. They have no pressure. Yeah. Houston has all the pressure in the world. Yeah. I mean, and what I saw from uh, the Seattle's team, they they enjoy playing with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, with the mm-hmm. whole throwing at pitchers and stuff. Chemistry. The chemistry's unmatched. I mean, unless you're talking about the Phillies, and it's like. A whole nother level. <laughs> a whole nother level. I agree. <laughs> But I think Seattle, uh, Seattle could, <laughs> Seattle could make some noise in this series for sure. I'm very excited to see this team, especially in Houston. Division rivals. Um, three, three of the four matchups are division rivals. Mm-hmm. So, um, I kind, I kind of wish that Tampa play the Yankees. So that could be no, that'd be pretty cool. But at the same time, that. it's like I would much rather have Cleveland than Tampa. Yeah. So just from history. Yeah, but talking about the Seattle Houston, I think Seattle has seen them a lot throughout the year, so they have, they know both these teams know each other very well because, like you said, division rivals, and I think Seattle is playing very good baseball right now, 
here's my hot take, and nothing would make me happier than seeing this. I've got Seattle and five against Houston. Seattle is upsetting the Astros. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. Just wait. Just, just wait. For what? Julio Rodriguez and Luis Castillo. That's who you could wait for. Uh, I'm telling you. I, I don't hate it, but if Seattle wants to win the series, they have to win in Seattle. Yes. They have to steal one on the road, game one or two. And let's be honest, JV's pitching game one, so they have to win game two. Yeah. And then they got to sweep in Seattle. Yeah. And do they have the pitching to do it? Yeah. But does Houston have the bats to counteract it? Yeah. I, I, I see the series going five. I really do. Yeah. But in a game five in Houston – JV's going to pitch. I'm taking JV all the way. I'm going Houston at five. It'd be hard not to take him after the year he's had. That's you know what I mean? Exactly. And he's no starter. Yeah. <laughs> when we say he's going to show up, he's going to show up. Yeah. Like he actually, <laughs> he'll actually like unlock the keys to the asylum and walk out and be like, hey, I'm here. Like He's not going to just like stare at the camera like this all day. There, there was moments where he just kind of like staring at the camera. I was like, man, he's he actually is insane. He was struggling. He's down bad. He was down bad. Horrendous. But hey, happens to the best of us, right? Should have stayed in uh, L.A. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe I don't know. He would probably still choke there too. Should stayed in Washington. So I went Houston at five. He went <laughs> Seattle on five. What's everyone else going? <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> See, this is why I don't want to come back to the show, man. Why? Why? Just stop, man. I'm just laughing at the mic sound. No one else heard it? Okay. Um, I'll go Houston. Houston at five. I got Houston at four. Disrespectful. Don't disrespect Seattle like that. I gave him a game. They'll get a game. That's it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Houston in five, just because I would love to see the Yankees in Houston play. I think that would be an electric series. Yeah. Seven games. What do you got, Martel? Houston in five. Houston in five. Are you writing it down? Yeah. So I'm the only one with Seattle right now. I like it. Seattle. Hey, you know what? Sometimes you gotta be different. Also, I'm going to put this out there. If the Yankees do beat Cleveland, I would much rather see Seattle than Houston. Well, oh, yeah. 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 Of course. Oh, I as think Yankees, as so Yankees let's take some bias into this year. Yeah. <laughs> but definitely would rather see Seattle. Uh, go to LA first because I think this series is a little bit better to navigate than the other one. The Dodgers have owned San Diego for five years. Six years. It's the get back. 30 years. So, I mean... They're they're fourteen and five against the the Padres this year. Walter Payton Lewis Jr. What's up, sweetness? How we doing? <laughs> what is this, sir? Pending free agent Edwin Diaz wants the Mets to approach him quickly in free agency. I hope I can come back. No, he ain't coming back. Stay away. <laughs> <laughs> quickly, he says quickly. Yeah, he's gonna give him like one hour, the first day of free agency. That's it. Um. So yeah, the Dodgers they pretty much own the Padres. Not that I don't like the Padres hitting or pitching against the Dodgers, just just the stigma. Dodgers. Yeah, I'm going Dodgers in three. I'm disrespecting the Padres. 
With the way Musgrove pitched, I can't see him losing a game. So I think that the Dodgers are going to win in four, and San Diego's going to win when Musgrove, during Musgrove's start. So I got Dodgers in four. I don't think it'll be close. I think the Dodgers are just too good. That's fair. Orlando's typing an essay over there. I just want to say that. I'm not typing an essay, Martel. There you are. Forget the Padres. <laughs> Dodgers in three. Salty Mets fan. Over Sounds there. like a hurt Mets fan. If I I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, like after seeing the pitching from the from the Padres, I think Musgrove gets a win. Okay. I think he gets a win. Um, I think Blake Snell loses. Yeah. Whoever he's pitching against. Agreed. I think you Darvish could win. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Dodgers in five. Wow. All Dodgers right. In five. I like it. I think the matchups will just they'll be perfect for the for the Padres to get to a game five, where that's when the Dodgers finally slam the door shut. Mookie. Say I'm done playing with my food. If I wanted to have if I wanted to play with kids, I'd have my own type of thing. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> 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 I'll give Musgrove a win. I think putting Clevenger out there game one is not good at all, given his stats against the Dodgers this year. Um, I think the Dodgers are hot right now. I'll go Dodgers in four. Mookie. And finally, the game that we've all been waiting for, the Fightin' Phils. Red October travels down to Atlanta for the first two games of the series. Might be a little hot there, just let you know. I lied. No, it's not. Hot, hot like the Phillies? Is that what you mean? No. Hot like the Phillies? No. See, here's the difference between the Phillies and the Mets. The Phillies actually fight. Not a butt fight. Hey, we fought game two with the ground. Oh, yeah, game two. Congratulations. We fought game two Congratulations. We fight a lot in the top of the ninth. I saw nothing. Saw nothing game three that tells me that you had fight. It's that Phillies. You threw away the division to the Braves, getting swept out of the... Listen... It's a, let, let them cope. This is what Mets fans do every no, year. No, when I they lose, no, no, they no, have no, to, no, no, they no, no, have to no, root no. against the teams Stop that the it. Yankees and the Braves are playing. No. They, they do this every year. Yes. So he's got to hear it. It's like I just I have accepted it at this point. I've been seeing it for the last nineteen years of my living. I know I've been friends with Mets fans since kindergarten. They do this every year. I have a couple Mets fans that are tuned in right now to hear me slander their team. This is what the Mets do in the playoffs. Carl. They have to root against. Carl. Well, no, we love Carl. Carl's a realist. We're really sorry, Carl. But the the Braves and the Yankees, they just got to root against the teams that the Yankees and the Braves are playing in the playoffs every year. That's what the Mets postseason typically looks like. What did you say earlier today? This was the top three Mets season. Yeah, that's the sad part. This is probably one of the best teams the Mets have ever had in their franchise history. And their first round exit. Just give it away, man. All right, but back to the Phillies game. I want to get these predictions sorry. off. Sorry, sorry. About I think that bill. If the, I think if the Phillies can can sneak one out of Atlanta out of the first two games, it's hard to say they're not going to win. It's hard to say they're not going to win. I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to guarantee a Phillies win Game Three in Citizens oh, Bank my Park. God. That place is going to be electric. It's going to be rocking. Electric. The the red towels are coming out. Wow. That place is going to be jam packed. What? You know that there's going to be fa- what Phillies fans what? have been waiting for this day what? for eleven years. <laughs> it's been a while. I'll tell you what. I went to the game last year where the Phillies had to beat the Mets to take first place of the, of the NL East, and it was like 
it was like July, and that place was electric. Now we're in October. We're playing the Braves. Most likely, Nola is going to be on the mound for that game, or Wheeler. Doesn't matter Dude, which one. It doesn't matter. Game three, I'm guaranteeing the Phillies win. And then you're telling me a night game on a Saturday night in Philly, it, the same thing doesn't happen again? I'm predicting a Harper home run at Citizens Bank Park either Friday or Saturday night. Has to happen. It's, it's poetic. Poetic. I, I do have to say this, though. The Braves love the fight, too. They do. I love a good fight. They do. How about this? This weekend, this week, throw the analytics out the window. I don't care. The Phillies are hot. Give me the fighting Phils in five. Throw the analytics out the window. I don't care about the tomahawk chop. Give me the Phils. I got Phils in five. The Braves get upset and Houston gets upset the in this division round. I'm sick of the disrespect. Let's go, Orlando. I'm Talk done. to them. Let's, let's stop talking about it. Let's be about it. Phillies in five. Go ahead, Leroy. I'm Say going, it. I'm going you know, last. You know you I'm want going to. Last. Go ahead. Last. If the Phillies can steal one in Atlanta, game one or two. Give me the Phillies yes! in four. It's four. Yes! It's in Philadelphia. It's a one October, baby. Say it, Leroy. Don't be that guy. Don't <laughs> be the guy. Have some sense. Don't be the guy. Hey, the series was the series was closer than people think this year. They said it couldn't be done. Thank you, Leroy. I don't know what you're going to say. Thank you. Makes sense. It makes sense to this. Season five. Oh, my God. <laughs> when we come back, Hasty, <laughs> Jason, and Leroy will be talking about the Central Division here at 90.7 WC. We love you, Hasty. Keep it locked. from Overkill, and you're listening to 90.7 WCLH, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, and Hazleton's Hearts Metal. A powerful threat calls for a greater response. Not tomorrow. Not in a few years. But right now. Some battles must be faced together. Cancer fighters stand up to cancer every day, and you can be part of this battle too. Visit StandUpToCancer.org to learn more. Together, we can save lives. Hi, we are the board of College Radio Day USA. And we want you to tune in and support your local college radio station on Friday, October 7th. That's where hundreds of college radio stations around the world, including the one you're listening to right now, will come together for World College Radio Day. The largest college radio event in the world. So join us on October 7th for this year's event, World College Radio Day, with the theme of Voices for Peace. Because when we come together, we can show the world that we are united for peace and a better future for all of us. More information is available at collegeradio.org. I'm Olive. I'm Daniel Molster. I'm Nancy Bown. I'm Nicholas Wilkerson. Wishing you a happy World College Radio Day 2022. This is Chris Gordy, baseball guru and co-host of The Leatherman here on 90.7 WCLH serving the greater Scranton and Wilkes-Barre Hazleton area. Keep it locked.
Beat the Bucks? Yeah. In Tampa Bay. Yeah, I picked the Falcons. You're crazy for that. I know. I, I ha- you had to change it up a little bit to win. And we're back. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Lottery Minute 90.7 WCLH. I'm joined in the studio by Jason Leroy, Orlando, Mr. Cosner, and the J-E-T-S man himself. God bless the Jets, man. God bless them. God em. bless the Jets. It's still red October. It is a red October. Of course. You guys know. You guys still got it. No worries. Listen, we, in one weekend, we went from Philly haters to Philly fans. I've been a believer. I don't know where you've been. You know where I've been? I've been on the AL. And I've been on, I've been on the Mets train. That's where. But uh, <laughs> the Mets are gone. It's time uh, for us. You know the last stop was that city field, man. So um, it's time to hop off that train. Exactly. Now, now I'm taking a train to Citizens Bank hey, Park. Yes, sir. Ring the bell, baby. It's only an hour away, man. It's a beautiful stadium, by the way. You know, I went, I went to a game in July. It's nice. It gets it's, hot um, there, though. It was 15-1 Cubs. You went to that game? I did. Just I Schwar- Schwarber let off with that's the two. I saw Schwarber hit the home run. I'm like, to. I'm going to look up the score, see how they're doing. Uh, but you know the last one of the, you know the last two Phillies games I've been to? Yeah. They were both for Father's Day. Father's wow. Day events. Was uh was Scherzer there? No, but, you're his father. No, but the Yankees were there. Oh. The the Bronx Bombers. Oh, I remember. You know? I remember. And I remember Aaron Nola pitching a gem. <laughs> and then for the second one, I remember another absolute display by the Phillies lineup. So I mean, if we see if we see a Phillies Yankees series, I might have to buy tickets to every single game just because my track rep- record is two and zero. Phillies Yankees. Listen, listen. <laughs> if the Phillies and the Yankees make the World Series. Let's talk about that sport. I'd rather watch paint dry. Let's talk about basketball, baby. I just hope there's a home game on Sunday. I do, too. We're here to talk basketball. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> really. <laughs> better go to a Saturday night home game. Right after or another Friday win. night. Just Make it a Wednesday night. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> we're just going to be there. I'm just going to say this now. We're just going to be On air. If the Yankees win the World Series, I'm going to that parade. I don't care. I don't care when it is. I'm sorry. I live there. I'll be there. Well, I'll be there. I, I can't. I won't be there. If it's well, not, a, the, not the Yankee one. If it's on a Sunday, I'll be if there. If the Phillies win the World Series, I might have to join you. Yeah. If, if they're going to see a red down Broad Street, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Basketball time. Sorry, Jason. No, dude, I love the Phillies so much, man. I was so electric <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> I'm skipping class tomorrow to watch a game. I don't whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. We don't whoa, condone that. We don't condone that on air. We don't. Uh, no. <laughs> you could say that off air, but not on your jokes. The last, I was in elementary school the last time. Take it back. I can't. Take it. I back. won't. I won't be there, Martel. I sit right next to you. I, what I, class? I, what class? Oh, our class. Yeah, I wow. won't be there. Don't have to. Don't have to class. Don't Might as well just go up the church or tell now. <laughs> I, I already did. I said I just can't be there. <laughs> can't be there. I'm sorry. I'm feeling. Wait, wait, wait. Who says you can't just watch it in, in class? Dude, I can't. I won't be paying attention. Hold on. Wait, wait. Whoa, whoa. Why are we talking about this on air? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. Three right here, right? We are good. We have people weapons. on air that go to school. We need to provide a good leadership for them. You're right. I'm so sorry. We here at the Letterman, we go to class. Every day, 25-8. Get that extra day in. So we'll now back to Detroit. Let's go. Okay, we're talking about Detroit, though. Hey, yo, Central Division preview. This is a very good division. Yeah. Very excited for this division. A lot of pistons. <laughs> I think they have two. Rookie of the Year candidates on their team. 
and Jaden Ivy and Jalen Duran. I'm very excited to see Kate Cunningham go into year two. Nerlens Noel, baby. Talk to me about Nerlens Noel, Hostie. That's a that's a New York legend. <laughs> that's a New York legend. <laughs> uh, Killian Hayes, he's gonna have a fun third season. This is a very upstart team. Who's your who's your coach now? Dwayne Casey. Ah, Dwayne Casey. Mm. Still, the man, yeah, the myth, yeah. the legend, who got the one seed. And then got fired the same season. One coach of the year. And one coach, and one yeah. coach of the oh, year. Oh, was a Toronto coach, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when Bron came in there and swapped him. Well, the Bronto happened. Yeah. Mm. They were the ones that year, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, did, I just want to... Did anyone watch Redeem Team? I did not watch uh, it yet. So, I, 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 I watched it. like... I started it last night. Yeah. Is it good? So, wait, is it a series or is it like... What, what, it's just one, like, okay. hour and a half. I know they're doing like the last dance type thing, you know, a couple, couple episodes. I fell asleep half a Hey, man. Kobe was that man. First possession, he said he's gonna run through his oh, I chest. Saw that clip. Yeah. That's a and he ran through his chest. That, that was, was the trailer for it. That was a serious clip. I think we had yeah. a segment on that clip. We did. Yeah. We talked about it for thirty minutes. R.I.P. Kobe. Kobe was that man. But nice. some some like newspaper called LeBron LeBrons after they won the. Yeah, LeBron's I saw that. Ball. That was that was my favorite part of the whole thing. I, I'll watch it. <laughs> the I'll LeBron it. slanders the favorite part, of course. I hate Boston. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what Boston did, though? They made him go to Miami. Yeah. Facts. The truth will set you free. Thank you. The truth, big ticket, Ray Allen. We had you guys. Yeah, he had you. Were, was that? Wrong division. Let's get back yeah, to this. Right, wrong sorry. division. Wrong division. Let's we're get back to this. Yeah. Yeah. We'll Leroy, salty Mets fan, keeping us in line. <laughs> why you got to bring that up, man? It's basketball time. <laughs> yeah, why you it's basketball season, baby boy. Kemba Walker, baby. Eight ball. He stinks. Oh, nice. I nice. Nah, no, I wish you said that last year. <laughs> you should have heard him. He was <laughs> hyping him up. You should have heard him. You would have <laughs> thought the Knicks were going to the one seed. Okay, Kemba Walker. Talk to Martell. I'm sorry. I, I just I thought, you know, he's going home. Connect, he, like, he's from Connecticut. I knew what we were getting. He made me still get excited. I knew exactly what we were getting. Not wrong division still. That's my bad. Sorry. Well, I mean, Kemba Walker. I was on the Um... Where do we think this team's finishing? They're not last. I got them probably fourth in this division, 11-12 seed, competing for a playing spot in the East. I also have them fourth in the division. I have them 11th in the East. Okay. Fourth in the division. Uh, yeah, look at, it, look at that play-in game. Fourth in the East. Competing, but fourth in the east. Fourth in the east. Fourth in the division. Fourth in the division. Oh my goodness, you guys got me there for a second. You got me. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it'd be impressive if they were though. But uh, yeah. Kate Cunningham's that guy. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, no, I think he does have a good year. I think I he has so. a good year. But um, yeah, I think they, they they compete at the bottom. But that's pretty much it. Nothing crazy. But I mean. If I'm them, I'm trying to tank. Like, you, who are the two players? The Victor Webb and Yama. Yeah, like Scoot Henderson. Yeah. Is that the seven yeah, like, five? Those yeah. are two, <laughs> two. Those are two freaks coming into the draft if this year. Victor like, got paired up. If you're not even close to the, if you're not even close to the playoffs, tank and get one of them. If you're not a top five team in the East, don't even look. I hate to tell you. I hate to tell you, but Utah is competing very well for that tank right now. Oh yeah, so, so is With, without a doubt. So is Indiana. We'll so talk about that in a sec. Um, just because this division is very no deep, mind. I have them as the four seed, but or fourth, fourth in the central division. No, no one gets on him though, huh? Jesus, no. You guys could have. You guys could have. 
That's the problem, man. He just starts muting people. It's <laughs> a child. What? Oh. What? <laughs> what? Uh, fourth and central. But you know what? I'm going to put them in the play-in. Guaranteeing a playing spot. And you will so be wrong. I, 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 I will not I have it. a question for all you. Yeah. Talk to me. Y'all are saying fourth in their division. Yes. And y'all are saying they'll get into the plane. Yes. So that means. So that means. I said that's their best. Like that's okay, their so they're competing for the plane. So that means y'all think that whole division is going to make the plane or the playoffs. That's that's what y'all are saying. That's what y'all that's what y'all are saying. Not the Pacers. Yeah, Pacers aren't. Not the Pacers. That's what y'all are saying. Not the Pacers. Pacers are competing. But the Bulls. Pacers are competing with the Jazz for Victor Wabanyama. Yeah. Yeah, but Bulls, Bucks, Cavs, they'll make it. They'll make it to playoffs. I think they will. Those three teams are probably top five teams in the East. Top six. Oh, slay roller now. Slay roller now. My fault. The Bulls. Slay roller. The two other guys. Okay, Mo. Mario. All right. Anyway. So I'll give it fourth in the division. Okay. And I'll say Detroit will be looking. Yeah, looking. Looking into the play to the playing tournament. That's fair. By like a half or a game in the back. Yeah. I think I just think realistically. The Pacers. <laughs> the Pacers not making the playoffs. No shot. The Magic aren't. The Wizards aren't. The Knicks? No. No. Hornets, now. Hornets are not going to And the Horn I think the Pistons can beat out the Hornets. Yeah. I can see I have the Hornets beating what? the Pistons, but I can see. What? I can see it. Yeah. Mm. Moving what? on to the Pacers. I would say Leroy. Moving on to the Pacers. What? There's really there's really not much to look at here. I mean, Benedict Matherin is the next What? <laughs> Who? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Someone sign this man. <laughs> Benedict Matherin thinks he's LeBron James. Uh, but other than that, this team is nothing. So, uh, even LeBron didn't make the playoffs his first year. Did he? No, no he didn't. Yeah. If there's a play, he would have. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Benedict's looking for the play-in, but uh, too bad he's going to be competing for Victor. Uh, next. Any, any other thoughts on the Pacers? Oh, dead last. I think they're the worst team in the East. Yeah, in the that's division. what I was going to say. Tank. I think they're going to trade away. I think it's going to get to a point they're going to trade away Miles Turner and Tyrese Halberton. No, 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 no. Please trade away. They're going to trade. They're going to keep Halberton. Why? They're going to take for Wembenyama. I want him. To I, agree. I agree. I agree with Sixers. Billy. I agree with Billy. I think the Pacers are going to tank this season. Just tank. Yeah, I think so. Don't even. They are going to tank. It makes no sense not to. We go out there, compete for thirty. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Take it for fifteen. T- try Take to fifteen. <laughs> just, just twelve, 12 wins. Hey, you know what? That's insane. I'll give him like twenty-five, thirty. <laughs> all, you, all you need is to win twenty games to tank the season. Yeah. That's all you need. Wins for Tyrese Halliburton. With, with Tyrese Halliburton, <sighs> dude, they don't. Have you? Uh, don't. Hey, Benedict Matherin. Benedict Matherin. He said he's better than LeBron. Dude, the, so the East is LeBron. the East is crazy this year, though. But he's better than LeBron. Oh, like, no, they, they like realistically, you I could mean, you could say you could <laughs> like realistically, you could say the Heat are the sixth seed. I have them seventh. I have them. Yeah, I think I have them lower. The top. There's no disrespect. It's just yeah. that they didn't really do anything. That this top. Season. That top six. It's nuts. In the East, it's gonna be separated by like a couple. It's of gonna yeah. It's gonna be separated like a half a game or a game. 
And then if you go into the seven to ten to play in, that's still gonna be a great play in yeah. tournament. Yeah. Because there's so much talent now in the East after LeBron left. Who would have thought? Not me. Everybody thought after LeBron left, the East was done. Yeah. Nobody was going to control the East. All the young, all the kids, all the kids grew up. All the young kids came up. Yeah. Then they, then they came and gave Katie to the East. Well, Giannis also said, and then Giannis passed me the torch. Giannis became a gym rat. Giannis said, "The Celtics." Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown wanted to grow up. Talk to uh, you know what? MVP candidate. You know what Giannis said? Mm. Tarzan. <laughs> Tarzan. How <laughs> terrible! I, uh, I think we'll see a great year in the East. This is going to be a great year. Explosive. Not from great the Nets. Uh, going to Cleveland. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk. Ab- playing, we'll talk about that next next week. We will we'll talk about. We'll no, talk, talk about that Wednesday. We'll talk about that Friday. And whoa, Wednesday. What? I just said Wednesday. I'm sorry. You can't tell me what. The <laughs> anyway, God. This is a power power trip, huh? Oh, forward, everything's a power trip. It's a power trip. Hostie over here. That's all, that's all I hear. So pressing buttons. <laughs> I don't know what those buttons do. I only see them use one, the mute one. <laughs> <laughs> Going to Cleveland. They had a pretty decent offseason, some would say. <laughs> Uh, Donovan Mitchell. D. Mitch, baby. I I have his shoes now. Do you? I have the spiders. You got, you got them on you or not? Not on me, no. I'm wearing they, my... Uh, are they comfy? They are. What would you yeah. say? Well, 1 to 10. Right? One, 1 to 10, 10. comfiness? I'll go 8.5. What about the so they're not, be- they're not better than the Air Monarchs, though. What's the Air Monarchs? You know, the traditional Nike dad shoe? No. With the... With the, with the I'll, I'll say this. The Greek Freaks... <laughs> Those are amazing. I feel like a freak in them. They literally give you Giannis' shoes. Pause. <laughs> they literally had to give you Giannis' shoes. That's the only person that has your size. He said, backtrack now. So mean. Oh, I'm saying, no, what size has. He's like a size 18. I know. He's 18. You're 18, right? Yeah. I know. I'm not 18. I'm size 18. Why are you to me like that right now? Go to Cleveland. Yeah, this is a fun team. Anyone? Uh, any thoughts? Second team in the division. I think Evan Mobley's going to take that next step defensively. I think he's going to put on a little more muscle mass. I like Donovan Mitchell. There's a lot of guard and wing depth on that team. Second in the division, sixth in the East. Told you. Told you. I think they have the best young core in the NBA, and I don't think it's particularly close. And I have them second in the division, probably fifth in the East. I'm right there. I don't even have to say anything more. It's second in the division, five six in the East for sure. Shocking a lot of people. I'm probably the same. I'm probably leaning more towards six just because it is still a young team. But you know, five four wouldn't surprise me. What's up, Leroy? Second in the division. No. Talk to me. There it is. There it is. Ooh. What? <laughs> what? What? Fourth in the East. Wow. I like that. Um, okay, I won't be surprised if they get 5-4. Uh, so let me tell you guys I think something. six, but you know, that's let what Let me tell you guys something. When Karis LeVert's coming off the bench, you know it's a good team. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't you guys use okay. that? Huh? Didn't you guys use that? Yeah. yeah. Ruined him. And, and then we traded him for James Harden. Whoa, 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 whoa,
We did not ruin him. He was a great, a great player on the our Pacers. Board. Always ruined him. You're Brooklyn, are you a Brooklyn guy? Yeah, but the you got Pacers you, ruined him. But you got rid of, you you got rid of him for essentially Ben Simmons. Think no, about it. No, no, we got ru- we got rid of him for a selfish player. <laughs> we got rid of a him player for that, a player that player that wanted to go out every day with little baby and throw his cake out that, the off the boat. That dishes out eleven assists a game. Selfish. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can we get that as a button? We will. We have to, we have to make this hostage. You have to come back in the studio. That's ridiculous. Come on, day off. So let me, let me tell you something. Jared Allen is going to take that step. If you already think he's a top five center, he's going to be a top five center after this year. Evan Mobley, he's going to be a top five power forward this year. He's in the running for defensive player of the year. He's definitely going to get most improved player of the year. Darius Garland, he's that guy. Now Donovan Mitchell has a number two that can actually service the ball, unlike Mike Conley. The most overrated guards of all time. Yeah. He's been getting paid overrated. for years. Yeah, I mean, overpaid, overpaid, overpaid. I feel like he's been getting paid hey. for years. We had, two, we had two players off this Cavs team that actually did good on Brooklyn. They did. I think Jerry I really want to see this. I'm still a fan of both of them, Cavs Levert and Jared Allen. I'm still a fan I of these I wish you guys hit Jared I didn't even mention Isaac Okoro. I'm still a fan of these two. Lockdown. I want to see three something good specials. for them. Karis LeVert. Kevin Love. Wing hey, Love. Exactly. He's coming off the bench. Hey, Love. Off Ricky the bench. Rubio. He's still playing. Didn't they yeah. sign Ricky Rubio? Yes, that Rubio. man is still playing. Rubio. That, man, <laughs> that man will give you three threes and probably give you 15 points. He'll give you three points. He'll give you five, five assists. He'll off give the you 15 points with five assists. And have a good day. 20 minutes? 20 minutes? He'll give you five to six assists. He's solid. He's solid. He's very solid. He's a weapon. And the Cleveland Cows. Cleveland Cows are going to finish second in the division. Yeah. They're going to be top three seed. Yeah. That's oh. what I'm talking about, right? That's what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. What? So, so who are they? Be- who are they better than? They can't be better than the Bucks. Who Celtics. are they better than? Okay. What? All right. You're putting them over the Celtics. What? Yeah. Wow. I just, I'm just Toronto? I'm what? Excited. I'll put them on the Toronto. Yeah, okay. Toronto's not even in this conversation. <laughs> Do you have them over Philly? Crazy. Right? Can we all agree? What? <laughs> what? Don't, don't, don't slander Philly. You just said 20 minutes ago you're a Philly fan. Don't slander Philly. We've earned th- our respect. We've earned I th- it. I think Philly gets a top three seat, too. I'll talk about them more once. So you think Boston's the one that they can tap? With coaching, yeah. So you they, don't, they lost the best coach in the NBA. Actually, second best. Wait, wait, wait. Can, can, I, can I ask the Boston fan real quick? How do you feel about that? I said on the Breakfast Club, you know, tune in 9.30, 10.30, Tuesday, Thursdays. I think coaching is the most overrated aspect of basketball. Yep. Superstars win you games. It's, it wasn't Ime Udoka that went out there on the road and dropped 46 on, on the Bucks in an elimination game. That was Jason Tatum. You know, like, how much does coaching really I like that do? Team. Like, good this team has come together now, and they were like, all right, let's 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 bond together over this uh, problem that happened, this adversity that they're going to face. So we either bond together and come closer and prove that it wasn't the coach, it was them that finally figured out how to win. And also, it's not like his coaching is going to go out the window. They're still, like, he's still there for a little bit. They're going to still stay on that all, same all path. All the assistants are still there, Yeah, you know? so like, they're going to still stay on his same path. So I don't think it's going to – I don't think it derails the Celtics. At all, honestly. He talking about I got, bo- I got he some, talking about bonding. I got some breaking news. He was over there bonding what? with the assistant coach. Okay, okay. <laughs> now we have that's a mute. Oh my goodness. No, I will say they they they, they, 
<laughs> they're gonna follow the same coach. It's not like his coach is gonna go out the window. They're still gonna follow it. You know. And you're right. Uh, like they're right. Oh, hey, 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 hey! I got some breaking news. This will be a good team. Breaking news coming out of Philadelphia. Phil. Philadelphia Phillies are removing the interim tag from manager Rob Thompson, signing him to a two-year contract. I love it. That's huge. I love Let's it. Let's go, Copper. Hey, 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 hey. Wrong sport. Let's go. Back, back to it. Back to it. Go to the Chicago Balls. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, Is Lonzo? What's wrong with Lonzo? I, I think. Still, I think. Still weird. I think you you were thinking about yeah, the like, announcer <laughs> back in when, when Michael Jordan was playing. Talk about the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> I see. I, I can't believe what I'm seeing right now. What? I've never seen such a big Saquon jersey in my life. <laughs> Saquon! Hey, man, when he, when he, when he oh goes Wildcat, man, he scored more, than, man, he scored more, man. Sarkozy, whenever you want to come into the studio and do your training, you can get you on here, but whatever. Put Dale Jones at receiver, put Barkley at quarterback. <laughs> so I think the biggest question with Chicago is just can Lonzo Ball stay healthy? Because if Lonzo Ball stays healthy, he can't can. He can't can. walk. So okay. right right now he's Wait, not healthy. Can he stay healthy? Yeah. Is he going Will he be healthy? He Will healthy? he be healthy? Mm-hmm. Can he get? The doctors healthy? have no idea what's wrong with him. They have no idea. Andre Drummond's shooting more threes than Ben Simmons. <laughs> you want to know why Lonzo <laughs> can't get healthy? Because his he, brother's better than him. Oh, oh, okay. He took that, and he wants to be outside in L.A. at the little rec games. Want to show his face, be popular. He's trying to be a face. I understand. If Chicago wants to be good, they need to put him in Chicago right now in this offseason, in the preseason right now, and in the offseason. Yeah. Stay there. Get rehab. Stay in the gym. No distractions at all to get him healthy and get him back on the court. I mean, you're paying him to play basketball. Doesn't he get paid like $86 million? Like, Something like that. Yeah. 21 so, a year. Yeah. You're paying him $20 million a year. Get him in Chicago. Get him healthy. The fact that he's not walking is that's what he said, right? Didn't he say he's like not walking yet or something like that? I don't think so. That's nuts. It's October. I gotta be honest, DeMar DeRozan's he's <laughs> not <laughs> He got hurt in like March. DeRozan's <laughs> not gonna have the season he had last year. Goran Dragic's not gonna replace Lonzo Ball. Lonzo mm-hmm. Ball is a three and D guy to his core. He's a Lonzo Ball is one of the best two way players in the league. Well, I, 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 he was, yeah. Even if he goes back healthy, he still is. Dude, he can't walk, and the season starts soon. So yeah, next week. So, so Lonzo Ball, with Lonzo Ball's injury, the Bulls, yeah, they'll be third. They'll be third in the division, yeah. but they're going to be a playing team. I don't, I'm not giving them the sixth seed. I'm not giving them the fifth seed. I'm not even going to give them the seventh seed. I, I say they're the eighth that. seed. I can respect uh-huh. that. But hypothetically, Lonzo's on the team. If Lonzo's healthy, this is a top five team in the East. Okay, I will confidently say that. I don't know about top five. I think. What do you mean? What? What do you mean? What do I mean? What? <laughs> I don't think DeRoz- I don't think DeRozan's gonna have the same year as last this is year. <laughs> I think Levine is gonna stay the same. I think Vucevic is gonna take another step down. Mm-hmm. I like Drummond. I'll give you that. I would like to see Patrick uh, Williams, you know, take a take that step up. Will he? I don't know. What? <laughs> <laughs> I just think there's better. That's all. That's fair. I just but think better. If Lonzo Ball came back. This team would be fine. This is a, at minimum, 45 win team. But now? 45. Mm. At minimum. But mm. with Lonzo Ball mm. not playing because his leg doesn't want to work, are they even going to get 40? I don't know. But that's still going to make the play in. No. Do they, do they tank? You know, you look, you look at your roster, you're like, ah, see you, see you next year, Lonzo. Listen. Give me that the 7 5 monster. Hasty, I like that take. I think if by All Star break they're hovering around like 8 through 10, they might just. 
trade away everyone. Yeah, just shut shut the Rosen down, kind of tank, you know? Like, yeah. they're not going to do much in the playoffs if they That's get there. Saying. Yeah. If your team like is built to get past the second round, I, w- I wouldn't even look at it. Mm-hmm. Third in third in the East, seven eight seed, seven seven seed at best. Any other wild predictions out there? Nope. I got a nine seed. I got him eight. Okay. I got him at the ten. All right. Now we go to the goat. Hasi got him at eight. Hasi has him at eight. Talk about the Bucks. Talk about the Bucks. Wow. I guess I guess Giannis there, getting injured. There's not there's nothing you could talk about the Bucks. Why not? Top two team in the East. What does it say about them? They're um, the same team. Okay, and? You know what you're going to get? You're going to get the same thing you got last year. Okay, and? They took so, Boston to a game seven without Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. They did do that. They almost won without yeah. Chris Middleton. Yeah. So, like I'm saying, there's nothing you can say about Brooklyn them. Brooklyn could never. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you freaking foot on the line. Yeah, foot on the line, bud. I don't know What'd you do in OT? Nothing. But, hey, he gave us 50. Gave us 50, though. Shot the same shot and airballed. Gave me nothing in OT. So we needed it most. Gave me nothing. And people want to say he's a top 10 player in the league. Unbelievable. He's not even seven feet tall. He's 6'11. He's 6'9. What's up? I'm giving Milwaukee the number one seed in both. That's what I have. I have him first in the Eastern Conference and first in their division. Of course. Yep, 100%. They got the light skin king. Yeah, let's get real. Yeah, as long as Giannis is on the court, they're they're going one in the division, one in the NBA. As long as he's on the court, in the NBA, he's stay in the, the NBA. NBA. Unless he's tapping off for water, he's staying out there. He ain't tapping off no water. You know what? And I, I like I like the addition of Marjan Bouchamp. You can have whoever you want. He has a lot of upside, actually. <laughs> he does have a lot of upside. I think learning behind Middleton, Giannis, and and um, Drew Holiday. He's he's coming into the NBA as a defensive specialist kind of player. Mm-hmm. He's going to learn from three defense. very good wing defenders. Yeah, who won the finals last year? <laughs> 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 Can you to say that to the mic again? <laughs> For a second here, I had to uh, recollect who won the finals last year. <laughs> It, was, yeah. it blew my mind. I didn't even. I, I, <laughs> I was wondering what you were thinking about. Yeah. You, you're thinking over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who even won? It's because like, you know, it's it's Steph Curry. He's yeah, just really he, like, he oh. wins another one. You're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, I never heard like, about talk so much and do little. It's kind of like do so little. My high school and college years kind of just meshed together with just Warriors being good at basketball. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but you know, that's what happens. We just saw LeBron miss <laughs> the Warriors. That's what happens with good programs. You know, they just they just win. Stretch, we were just seeing Warriors versus Cavs. That was that was, <laughs> that was after the second one. We were kind of like, okay. No, I mean, the trilogy. That honestly, was cool. that's probably the worst spot in basketball in a while. Yeah. Well, it was like there was no point, you yeah, know. Like you, you just know. knew what it was no, going to be every year. Like, okay, okay. Here's the thing: the first two they were fine because you know that's whatever. The yeah. third one, it was like okay. No, when, when they were they didn't lose a game. The, the Warriors didn't lose a game. Didn't they not lose a game that series? Until, until they no, year? until they lost to Cleveland. They lost. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They lost one. The they Cleveland defeated all the way to like Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. That's absurd. The last thing to do that was Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> the, the fourth, oh. the fourth year of Cleveland Golden State was kind of ridiculous. Oh, you know, okay, you, know, Jason, you know who got that win over Shaq and Kobe? Though. Say it, Costner. You know who got the win over Shaq and Kobe though? Who did? Them Philadelphia Seventy the Sixers. The answer. The, 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 game one. The infamous step over. We would have had had the Warriors in that first game if JR just took the layup. Come on, JR. Lock in. 
Who's beeping out there? Huh? There! I just hope I didn't get a ticket. I don't know, but we'll end the show like this. What? What? Uh, Wednesday, we're going to talk about the Atlantic Division. And, uh, the Knicks! Cannot wait to talk about the Knicks! The Knicks! Whoa! Meet the Mets! And the Mets! It's the Mets, that's why. Uh, this is Letterman here, 90.7 WCOH. When we come back, Julia and Phil will be joining me for some NHL predictions of the 2022-2023 season. I'm Ryan Martell. Keep it locked. Friends, it's Lindsay Scorey, social media coordinator, and you're listening to WCLH 90.7, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, Hazleton. Keep it locked. Three, two, one. Oh, no. Which button am I? Uh... When every second counts, you can't wing it. Uh, guys, a little help up here? In a home fire, you may have less than two minutes to get out. So make a family home fire escape plan. Then practice home fire drills at least twice a year so everyone knows what to do when they hear. Prepare your family at ready.gov slash fire drill. Brought to you by FEMA, the Ag Council, and Make Safe Happen. Hey, it's Cody Dix, combat sports specialist and co-host of The Letterman here on 90.7 WCLH. Keep it locked. Sintoniza la 90.7 WCLH cada domingo a las 11 de la mañana para oír el receso comunitario. Conmigo, Benjamín Franklin Arias. En este programa hablaremos sobre una variedad de tópicos, entre ellos el entretenimiento, las finanzas, la familia, la salud y muchos más. Cada programa enfocará un tema diferente, incluyendo a varios invitados de la comunidad y otras noticias de nuestras comunidades hispanas del noreste de Pensilvania. Sintoniza la 90.7 WCLH. WCLH o escúchanos en vivo por WCLH.org los domingos a las 11 de la mañana para oír el receso comunitario. Conmigo, Benjamín Franklin Arias. Welcome back to the Letterman here on 90.7 WCLH. Joined the studio by Julia and Phil. How are you guys doing today? Good. Good. How are you? Doing good. Uh, so like I said, right before break, we're going to give you our predictions for the NHL 2022-2023 season. We're just going to give you uh, who we think is winning each division, who's going to make the playoffs, who's going to win the Stanley Cup, or be in the Stanley Cup, win the Stanley Cup, and then the Smythe, Calder, Vesna? Vesna. Vesna. That was close. Here we go with Martell and his great pronunciation I didn't again. even say anything <laughs> before that. I told you how to pronounce it before the show even started, for the record. And then the President's Trophy winner. So, let's get into it. Let's talk about the Atlantic Division. Um, I think this is definitely going to be the best division in the NHL this year. 
I don't think there's any question to it. There's a ton of teams, in my opinion, that could make the playoffs in this division. Yeah, fully agree. Honestly, look up and down. Like Even the teams that didn't have great years last year, they've reloaded their talent and they've improved with their young players. Um, you know, teams like Ottawa and Montreal, um, even Detroit, that, you know, didn't have good seasons in the past are set to have improved seasons, if not, you know, make a battle for the playoffs at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, there's only one team in the Atlantic that's not going to do good. That's Buffalo. That's expected. Um, <laughs> can't do anything about that, you know. It's, it's okay. It, it, don't worry, though. They have the Bills. They, they don't need the Sabres. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, so they'll, they'll be fine. <laughs> I think they'll last, unless they don't win the Super Bowl. But anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but like I said, this very deep, very deep conference, or very deep division in the Eastern Conference. And, I mean, I'll just get into it. I had the Florida Panthers not only grabbing the one seed in this Atlantic division, but also winning the President's Trophy. I think they're going to be in a mission this year, especially after last year. They're going to improve upon last year and get the one seed, get the President's Trophy winner, and show people, hey, hey, we're not just like a fluke. We're not just a one-year team or whatever. Like, we're here for a long time. I mean, I could agree with that. I also have Florida at number one. So I think that they're a really good team. I think that during the offseason they didn't do a whole ton, but they did enough. Um, they had a really good year last year, and I think they're going to continue that flow into this season. Yeah, I fully agree with you guys. I also have the Florida Panthers winning this division as well as the President's Trophy. Um, if you look at, you know, like you said, one of the strongest divisions, if not the strongest, um, they have a great one-two punch in net with Bobrovsky and Spencer Knight, who they just re-signed. They made a big trade for Matt Tuchuk this summer, blockbuster almost the first sign of trade in, uh, in the NHL history. So I'm, I'm curious to see how they do defensively, but with the goaltending that they have and the offensive skill set that they have, it's going to be tough for anyone to run with them in the regular season. Yeah. Yeah, the, I mean, the only question part is the defense, but like you said, the goaltending. The one-two punch with Sergei Spencer-Knight, that's going to be incredible. And then just the, the offense that they'll provide. Yeah. I, they're going to be one of the higher-scoring teams in the NHL. Definitely, in my opinion, a top-five unit going from the first line all the way down to the fourth line. Uh, they can all score wherever. So very, it's going to be very funny year for Florida until the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> who, do you have, who else do you have in the Atlantic, Ryan? Uh, I have the Boston Bruins with my two seed and Tampa Bay with my three seed, so that will be, in my opinion, a very fun first-round matchup. My uh, two seed is Tampa Bay, and my three seed is Maple Leafs. So Ooh. I'm in the same boat as you, Julie. I have Tampa Bay in the two, um, and Toronto in the three. Really like the addition of Matt Murray. He's doing really well in the preseason. If he can stay healthy, Toronto's going to make it um, into the playoffs for sure. I have Boston, my wild card one. Um, they're really injury uh, prone this year. They have a bunch of guys starting on the IR. Mm-hmm. Um, that are going to come back halfway. I think they have enough to stay afloat until the second half, and then once they get um, a bulk of their top players back, um, they're going to make a big run in the second half. Oh, yeah. I was thinking the same thing with Boston because I know a lot of their players start, start in the IR, uh, the most important one being Patrice Bergeron. Um, I know Taylor Hall right now, he is listed as an injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, week to week, though, 
So McAvoy's got yeah. surgery yeah. in season two. So I mean, we'll see how how they stay afloat, but I still think they have a good team. Uh, the only question right now is their goalies, but Jeremy Swayman, uh, he is going to get the start. It looks like according to CapFriendly.com. Uh, it looks like he is going to get the start for the starting goalie in Boston. Moving on from, uh, I don't know, Tuka Rask. Yep. Moving on from him. So it's going to be very interesting to see what they do. But I still like their, their core. And I think they're going to keep afloat. And then once they get everyone back, they're just going to surge right ahead into the postseason. Yep. Grab that two seed. And in Tampa, they don't need to prove anything. They don't no. need to be the best best team in the regular season. They're going to save their guys, and they're going to wait for the regular or wait for the playoffs. And that's why I have them get in the three seed. We should move on to the Metro. Uh, well, I actually I'm tired of talking about the Atlantic. Have, <laughs> I actually have two wildcard teams come from the Atlantic. What two did you have? I have the Detroit Red Wings grabbing the wildcard one. That's a bold pick. That's very bold. And the Toronto Maple Leafs grabbing the second wild card. I, you think the Red Wings are going to make it over Toronto? As wild card one? Yes. I don't know. Because that is a bold prediction. It is a very bold prediction, but I like the rookies. If You were listening to me last year. I love Lucas Raymond, and I love this team. I think Hockey Town is back. And I, I'm trusting the process, and I'm throwing it out there. Give me the Red Wings and the wild card. They're not going to do anything. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like they're going to do anything. They're probably going to face either the Panthers or my number one in the Metro, which we'll get to in a second. But, I mean, they'll compete. And I think with the rest of, especially the weak Metro, in my opinion, there's a very weak Metro. I think they'll they'll grab the wild card. I think that's a fair point. I mean, I love Mosider. Lucas Ram had a big year last year. Even Jacob Vrana, when he um, was moved to Detroit, had a big year. He set for another big year. Um, I think the biggest thing for them is I think they're just one or two years away. Um, I'm not sold in their goalie. Um, they just dropped down one of their top goalie prospects, Sebastian Kosa, down to Grand Rapids in the AHL. Um, like I said, I think it's going to be you know one, two, maybe even three years away um, before they start retaining those those top picks um, and you know graduating them up to the NHL before they can make a big run. But I could see it. I mean, they have some of the best young guys in the league right now. Oh, yeah. I have no comment on the Red Wings. <laughs> That's fine. Don't believe in hockey town. It's whatever. I ever since they demolished Joe Lewis Arena, I've just had a hole in my heart for the Red Wings. So <laughs> that's just how I feel. <laughs> that's fair. I can give you that. I'll Moving to the Metro. Let's do it. Like I said two minutes ago, <laughs> this is a very weak division. And some of your usual top dogs, they're not it this year. I don't I think they're getting old. Or I just didn't like the moves they made in the offseason. And th- yeah, this is this Division is, is the reason why the Atlantic's going to be so good. Because I'm pretty sure the Atlantic and Metro play the second most times other than like their own division. Yeah. The Atlantic's going to own the Metro, at least in the regular season. I Playoffs is another, another yeah. monster. That but. is another monster <laughs> that we'll get to in a couple minutes. But at least in the regular season, the big bad bullies of the Atlantic are going to bully these Metro teams. The New Jersey Devils, come on. Yeah, I, the Devils are kind of 
depressing the, right I, now. the islanders showed no fight for last year and then didn't do anything to improve on it I mean, I think the biggest thing is they get to re- they re-sign Matt Burzell long-term, and yes. that's going to help them. Saw that over the weekend. What was but it, eight years, 72 mil? It yeah, was a lot. Like nine, 9.15 yeah. AAV. Yeah. So, I mean, good for Matt Burzell. He definitely deserves it, but that's all they have. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Plus they have – they do have a new arena. <laughs> they have that going for them. It is small, though. Yeah. Not as small as Arizona's, but Yeah. I'm just curious <laughs> to see the way they play this year with the new coach, Lane Lambert, compared to oh, a very, yeah. you know, defensive previous coach. I'm I'm curious to see if they're if the play style changes and if they can, you know, kind of overcome the what people have thought about them the past few years. Because, I mean if you look at it, you know, was it two years ago they were a game away from going to the Stanley Cup final? I'm curious to see if they can get back up to that standard. Yeah. My one seed though in the Metro Going the New York Rangers. I have that too. I do too. Keeping the boys from New York, building upon last season, made it, making the Eastern Conference Finals. They're gonna, they're playing with all the house money now. They're like, yeah, we we gotta we gotta make sure that we're that team, and well, they're gonna make sure they're that team. They're the team in the Metro this year, and maybe for a long time. Igor Shesterkin. Shesterkin, my bad. He is a top goal in this league. He is really good. He is going to compete for the Calder. Not, excuse me, the Vesna. I don't think he gets it, but I think he's up there. I mean, right now he's the, he has the best odds to win the Vesna trophy. But he's going to be an incredible goalie for throughout his entire career. And the Rangers are, should be very thankful that they got Igor. I don't know. I think the Rangers. I don't know why, but in my brain, they're just going to, like, tear it up this year. Um, I don't think they have a whole ton of, like, standout players, but I think that the group that they do have works pretty well together, and I think that that's going to create a lot of momentum going into this year. Yeah, like I I guess I fully agree. I have... I also have New York in my one. Um, You know, in addition to the Mika Zibanejads and the Artemi Panarins, their top end... Um, highlight real guys. I mean, they have some really good young talent on entry level contracts still, like Capo Caco. Um, resigning, they resigned Vincent Trocheck, um, and they actually just signed Jimmy V's in a PTO, which I think is actually a really good deal for very for a lot less money. Um, if Chris Kreider can be that net front presence he was last year. They they are just so deep in the scoring department that it's going to be tough for anyone to run with them, especially with the goaltending of Shesterkin. They also had Ryan Reeves, but looks like he's a healthy scratch right now. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be a guy that's not going to play every game, but he's going to be subbed in every one, two, three games and to kind of protect those guys if need be based on their opponent that night. Oh, yeah. What are the younger teams in the East, too? So that's that's the – if you're a Rangers fan, you should be very excited. Because yeah. I'm just looking at these ages right now, and their oldest starter is Ryan Carpenter and Chris Kreider, both 31. Yeah, isn't it crazy? Oh yeah, all Kinda scary. All <laughs> mid to late twenties or even early twenties. So, yeah, I think the toughest thing for them is, you know, they're you know, Keandre Miller's going into a contract year. Um, these young guys, it's their window is really two to three years because some of these young guys are gonna have to move on because they're just not gonna be able to afford them. But that's a good problem to have in the short term for sure. Oh yeah, my number two seed 
and my number three seed, and probably surprised the three seed, but my two seed, the Carolina Hurricanes, I think they're going to build upon what they've been doing the last couple of years. A consistent hockey team down in Carolina. They're going to keep doing what they're doing and grab the two seed. The three seed, they got a good old Johnny boy, and I think they're going to beat out the big bad boys of the Metro in Pittsburgh and Washington to Columbus Blue Jackets, making it to the playoffs. Johnny Hockey makes the move to go from Calgary to Columbus, and he's gonna he's gonna do something for Columbus. I am not gonna lie; I have the same exact thing. Um, I I think that the Canes are gonna make a really good run. They had an amazing season last year. Um, I think that they're gonna also continue that into this year. I think they'll have a lot of ups and downs throughout the season, though, depending on how their injured reserve goes. Columbus, I absolutely love the addition of Johnny Hockey. I think that he's going to do great things there. And, I mean, their goalie, they have Elvis. And I think that he's going to work his way up as well this season. And I think that they're just going to pretty much just make it above into postseason. But once they get there, I think that they're going to have a really good mental state and a lot of healthy people going into there. And I think they're going to do really good this year. Well said. Um, I do not have Columbus in my playoff teams, but you know they're going to be really good. They're definitely a sleeper team to watch with the signings they've made and the additions they've made. Ken Johnson's going to have a great rookie year there. Um, I saw Johnny Goudreau and uh, Patrick Line and Ken Johnson as a line in the preseason this year. That'll be fun to watch. Um, but as far as my as far as my two and three, Carolina at the two. Like I said, they're well coached with Rod Brenda Moore. They're they've basically retained a ton of talent. and They're only getting better. Um, my worry is goaltending, but like I said, I think they just have so much depth at the defense and forward that they're a team that's going to shut down people with whichever goalies, you know, in there. In the three, I have Pittsburgh. Um, you know, they are older. This is probably their last run within the next one or two years. They just re-signed their, two of their big three guys, Ed Ricard Raquel, um, late last season. Um, I think the key for them is can Tristan Jari stay healthy? because um, when he's at his best, he's one of the best goalies in the league. He's just been injury-riddled um, in the past, but Pittsburgh basically did everything they could and everything they needed to to retain their talent this offseason, and it's hard to bet against Sidney Crosby going in the playoffs. I don't hate it. Again, I just I think this team is just old. They're one of the, been one of the slower teams in the NHL for over the past years. I think now... The youth movement in the Metro is finally going to catch up to them. Don't get me wrong. It was very hard for me to bet against Sidney Crosby <laughs> and the Penguins, and especially Alex Ovechkin in the, in the Caps. It was very hard for me. I actually have the Caps as my first wild card mm-hmm. and the Penguins as my second one because I think both teams do have their veteran players and everything like that, and then also they're very, very young players, and I don't know that the young players and the – vet players mesh very well together but i think that the two of those teams are gonna just sneak by it's a new era of eastern conference hockey i'm gonna tell you that now yeah it really is i also have washington as my second wild card um just so many veteran guys if they can find goaltending this year um, it's really hard to bet against them, but their window's closing it's uh, one to two years i think that's the problem for both teams yes tristan jari is a good goalie, but is he going to stay healthy? 
It's a big question mark. I don't like the defense in Pittsburgh. Again, I think they're just too slow. I think Chris Letang is a <coughs> bit of an overrated hockey player. I don't think he's that good at what at his job. He should not be a first-line defenseman. But the Penguins think otherwise. I think Letang is a decent player, but I think that he has quite a big ego above his head and that yeah. sometimes gets into the way that he plays. That too. And then the Caps, Dari. Uh, Kumper? Crumper? Kemper. Yeah. That was close. Um, he's not the answer. <coughs> he's not the answer for the Caps goalie situation over the past couple of years. Alex Ovenchkin and a, a lot of other guys. That's what I see on this team. And yeah, you still got TJ Oshie. He's day-to-day, though, with an upper body injury. So is Dmitry Orlov. But we'll see how it goes. I don't know. We'll see. Moving on. I'm feeling a youth movement in the East, though. <laughs> what do you have for the Central? Well, the Central Division, this is the Avalanche's division to lose. I think they grabbed the one seed. I was tempted to put them as the trophy, President's Trophy winner, but I do think overall the West is a probably a tougher conference than the East. Not by much. But it's just a little bit more established teams than in the East. And so I think they're going to take a couple more losses than the Florida Panthers. But uh, the Colorado Avalanche, they're a very solid team. Obviously, they're just coming off the Stanley Cup win. Uh, Nathan McKinnon is my Conn Smythe Trophy winner. Uh, he is one of the better hockey players over a generation. One of the best hockey players right now. He's amazing to watch. I mean, there's not there's not much else I can say about this Colorado Avalanche team. I will say I have Colorado at number one, and for the record, I did not put Minnesota at number one. So that is at least a plus. But um, I have to agree, though. I think Colorado is going to dominate again this year. I don't think that their momentum is going anywhere. I think they're going to plow through this season. Yeah, I also have Colorado at my one. Um, like I said, I have them going back-to-back. Back. I think they have a strong chance to win the Stanley Cup again. They've retained most of their core. Losing Kadri is tough, but, you know, they get a great goalie. And, and Gorgiev from the New York Rangers, who was sitting on the bench, um, was just jerking such a strong year. Um, I think it's just tough when it's tough to bet against the Stanley Cup, uh, you know, winner from last year when they have guys like Nathan McKinnon and Kale McCarr, um, who's going to be my con Smythe pick as well, you know, one of the probably the top three forwards in the entire NHL in the world. And then Kale McCarr is the best defenseman in the NHL right now. Can't bet against mm-hmm. them. It's going to be a very tough team to beat. But my uh, three other teams I have in the Central Division making the playoffs, the Minnesota Wild at the two seed, the Winnipeg Jets at the three seed, and the St. Louis Blues sneaking in there in the wild card two spot. Uh, Minnesota, they're a very consistent team. And now they got to show me can they win in the playoffs. I don't think they're going to grab the one seed over Colorado, but I think they're going to make the playoffs. Winnipeg had a down year. I like the coach they acquired. I still think they have a very good team. That team that went to the Western Conference Finals three years ago, I think they still have that ability to go far. And the St. Louis Blues, uh, I just kind of threw them in there, to be honest. I was looking at all the teams. I was like, oh, I don't really know what to do. Let's go St. Louis. <laughs> So but, uh, they they do have a good core in St. Louis though, so that should bring them in a big vet- veteran presence. That should bring them far. 
I mean, I could talk about Minnesota all day, but that's not what we're here for. So I'm going to I'm gonna skip past Minnesota because if I start on that, I'll go on a whole rant. But I actually have Nashville at number two. Don't ask me why. Something in my brain just felt like I should put Nashville at number two. Um, I don't know. I feel like they have this energy this season going into it that I feel like they're just going to come out swinging. And I think that second half, they're going to kill it a little more. But I think first half, they're going to do really good. And I think that that's going to lead them into a good spot going into playoffs. I have Minnesota at three. It hurts my heart a little bit, but I have Minnesota at three. My first wild card is St. Louis because I think they had a very good season last year. And my second wild card is Winnipeg because I think that they made enough moves during the offseason to continue to grow and change throughout this season and sneak into the second wild card spot. Uh, at two, I have Minnesota. Um, Kirill Kaprizov is one of the best players in the league last year. Um, they've just added depth with some of their young guys they brought up, both from college and the AHL. Um, I love Mark andre Fleury and Ned as well. I think, you know, as he ages, he, it's like he ages like fine wine, right? He just keeps getting better. So mm-hmm. um, hard to bet against him. I have St. Louis at the three. They were able to retain, you know, two of their best young players this offseason and Jordan Cairo and Robert Thomas. Um, the big issue is if can Jordan Bennington stay healthy, both physically and mentally. Um, we kind of saw a goalie battle at the end of last year, but uh, they've since moved on from their backup, and it's basically Jordan Bennington's net to lose, and if he can play well, I think St. Louis is going to be just fine with their offensive firepower. Um, at the wild card one, I have the Nashville Predators. I think Nashville would have been um, you know, a dark horse to win the Stanley Cup last year, but UC Saros got hurt in net. And they just weren't the same team without them going into the playoffs, but um, they've been able to retain some of their best players as well, and they're going to be a fun team to look out for this year. Going to to the Pacific Division, and we are running short on time, so we're just going to have to be quick with this one. The Edmonton Oilers, I have them as the one seed. I don't see a team with Connor McDavid and, and Leon Dreisaitl not finishing less than one, especially in the Pacific Division which I think is one of the weaker divisions, too, in the entire NHL. So they're going to try and compete or hopefully get back to the Western Conference Finals. We'll see what happens with that. My two seed, the LA Kings, I think they're going to build upon last year. Again, a very young and hungry team. Um, if you were here last year, I picked them to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> so I am an LA Kings fan. No clue why. <laughs> but... I will support this team. Uh, like I said, very young team. They have nothing to lose. It's going to be a very fun season. Jonathan Quick is still there. Can't doubt Jonathan Quick. Especially the, too. Yeah. It's a great one, too. Mm-hmm. Especially the way Jonathan Quick was playing last year at age 35. I can see him doing it again at age 36. Uh, my three seed, I have the San Jose Sharks, the upstart Sharks. <laughs> even though right now they're 0-2. Yeah. Which I don't even know the – the Predators and the Sharks played two games, but apparently that yeah, happened. In, yeah, in uh, Chechia, Czech Republic, yeah. Yeah, so um, so far not looking too good, but I like <laughs> what they, they bring to the table. I like um, they still have some of the same core from this couple of years ago, from those long playoff runs they've had. Uh, the, I like the youth movement they're bringing in, and I can see them sneaking in. And then the Vancouver Canucks, I have them grabbing the wild card one. I have... Edmonton at one, I have LA at two, and then I have Vancouver at three. I, 
I don't know why. I always just root for Vancouver. I want to see Quinn Hughes just do so good in the world. Um, I think that they're all very, very good teams when they're good, and they're very bad when they're bad. So mm-hmm. I think that that whole division is going to have a lot of craziness and ups and downs going on throughout the whole season. One thing I do want to say before we get to you, Phil, is I love the one-two punch in Vancouver, Thatcher Demko and Spencer Martin. I think it's two very under young rookie, or not young rookies, young goalies in this league, and they're going to match very well with each other and hopefully support what I think is the weaker part of their team, the defense. Help them out. Yeah, I fully agree with you. And with the run they went at the end of last year, it's hard to bet against them. Unfortunately, I do not have Vancouver in the playoffs this year. Um I have Edmonton at one, Calgary at two, Vegas at three, and L.A. with the second wild card spot. Um, love the young town on L.A., and uh, in the next couple of years, they're going to be on all be on very good contracts um, with some very strong guys up front that have been around a long time. Um, so they're definitely a dark horse to not just make the playoffs, but win the cup um, at some point, too. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised you put Calgary in there. I love Calgary. I think the addition. I think the additions they made this summer in that trade um, with Matthew Tkachuk are, you know, great. Uyghur and um, both Uyghur and Huberdeau um, mm-hmm. were fantastic last year, and you're just getting two good players um, and a pick for the price of one. Um, you know, hard to bet against a guy who had 115 points last year in Huberdeau. Christopher, and I think I overlooked them just because of the Johnny Hockey trade and mm-hmm. what they did in the playoffs, just falling apart. Mm-hmm. So. That is my bad if I overlook the Calgary <laughs> Flames, and I'll take blame for that, but that's what we got. Right. Yeah. It's going to be a very fun NHL year. A lot, a lot of craziness is going to happen, but we all know, well, you can all guarantee one thing. The Buffalo Sabres will be back. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> to watch Owen Power, though. He's going to be a stuff Absolutely. for that. Oh, yeah. I saw he was in the running for the, um, for the Calder. Yeah, he's going to be a good favorite. So. Absolutely. I have Mason McTavish out in the... Uh, was it Arizona? No. Oh, Anaheim. Yeah. Anaheim. Wrong one. Wrong A team. But uh, I think he's going to have a very good season. Anaheim, they're going to be just miss the playoffs, in my opinion. That's going to crush my soul. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it really is. Who's your Calder pick? I have Matty Beneers. I also have Matty Beneers. I love Matty Beneers. I've watched him play for quite a long time for the USA and TDP program, and I think he's outstanding, and he's going to absolutely kill it this year. Well, can't wait for the season to start. Officially starts tomorrow, uh, opening night. Right, I guess it started, but tomorrow's officially opening yep. night. Yeah. So, very fun season ahead of us, and we'll talk hockey hopefully once a week on this show. I'm going to try to. I'm going to have to boy some of the football guys. Right, Steven? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, Steven and I will be going over the top 25 rankings for your college football playoff stuff. Yep. <laughs> and talk about NFL Week 5. This is Letterman here on 90.7 WCLH. Keep it locked. This is Chris Gawardy, host of Fit the Vibe and co-host of The Huddle. You're listening to 90.7 WCLH, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, Hazleton. Keep it locked. Hey, everybody. We are Lady Lady Annabellum. When we started out in Nashville, we never imagined what we were going to be able to achieve. 
We got here because we worked together and had each other's backs. In America, we have the privilege of being a diverse society made up of people from all kinds of backgrounds. And that's a big part of what makes this country such a great place to live. When we put aside our differences and work together, there is no challenge too great to overcome. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hey friends, it's Lindsay Scory, and you're listening to 90.7 WCLH Radio. Don't forget to keep it locked. My name is Trevor, and I want to invite you to tune in every Tuesday morning from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on WCLH 90.7 FM for Ambassador Radio. Ambassador Radio is your source for new, classic, and obscure. And welcome back to the Letterman here on 90.7 WCLH. Joining the studio here by just Steven. Yep. You know me. We say it every week. Mr. Consistent. Mr. Consistent. Mr. Reliable. Mr. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> what else? What how else how was your first call for the Wilkes football game? Hey, man. It was great. Um Zach and I, we had a great time. I think we did a pretty good job. Um, of course, thanks again to Alvernia for letting us come up there. They, hey, man, they treated us really well. They, they had us with the tent. They yeah. gave us, yeah, uh, they gave us the table. They gave us some pretty comfy chairs. But by the, by the second half, we were out of the chairs standing up. Out of all the excitement, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was a good game. It was a good game. It was a fun game to watch um, for you guys, for me to play in. Uh, a very fun homecoming. Thank you, Alvernia, for hosting our homecoming. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it was nice to come home to such a nice venue. They put like, a nice wall mural up for us. I don't know why it was a golden wolf, but... So what are you going to uh, do? You I, win. Felt, I felt welcomed. Yeah, you win 35-14. You know, yeah. what are you going to do? 35-14. Should have been 35-7, but... Should have been... Should have been 42-7. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Listen, I got to tell you, Zach, Zach and I were talking about a play calling at the end of the first half. I, we're not going to talk about that. I don't know. And I'm going to support my coach because if you look at the film, that was a touchdown if we blocked that guy. Yeah, or... I don't know. I just or just don't call. It? Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. I just look. I think I think instead <laughs> of rushing the special teams unit out uh, on fourth down there, it was what fourth and two, fourth, fourth and, and one. one, fourth and four, four from the one. Yeah. I, I was out there. Don't worry. Fourth and half one, Dude, half a yard. Uh, you got a quarterback that's six five, two twenty five, and he just got a yard off of running the ball. Well, he should he should have scored there. If I'm, if I'm gonna be honest, he should have just he should have just ran the QB sneak. <laughs> I, I I think I think you should have ran the Kiwi sneak, but listen, that's why that's why Zach and I were up there. And listen, I heard May Day and I started sprinting. Is that the call for special teams unit? Maybe. <laughs> oh, we might have to change a coach. <laughs> My bad. Uh, we're here about college football, but we're talking about the. Uh, talking about a certain D one college football top twenty five rankings. Yeah, I mean, they're <laughs> definitely shaken up. Sorry, I. Good. Yeah, they're definitely shaken up. I mean, top ten still s- stays the same. Um, obviously, the people in the top ten move around a little bit, 
Um, Georgia back at number one. Ohio State's now at two. Bama drops to three. That's disgusting. Why is that disgusting? Come on. I mean, they almost lost. In fact, I think... But without Bryce Young. That's fair. I, I don't think they should... I don't think... I think they should be two. I don't if they think had Bryce they Young, they're one. Oh, God, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, but look, that was, that was all A&M. A&M blew that call. Johnny Manziel knew that A&M blew that call. I don't know if you saw that, that he was tweeting out at the end of the game that the call was trash and he hated it, but... Well, guess what, Manziel? We don't care. <laughs> we don't. That's why you're in the uh, fan-controlled football league. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Clemson moves up to four. Michigan, they haven't, they haven't looked too good. No. I, I mean, they're, they're winning games. Don't worry. Don't worry about that. They're winning games, but they're just not... Winning games like we want them to. Right. I mean, 31-10 to Indiana, I mean. But it, w- it was a one-score game in the fourth. Right. The The score is not indicative of how close the game actually was. And it's back-to-back weeks where they have to travel somewhere. Yeah, and they now you got a matchup against Penn State. Good now, thing it's home. Right. Good thing it is at home because otherwise I, I think I'd be a little worried. Penn State, 5-0, and ranked number 10 in their own right. I think it's going to be a great game for sure. Uh, I think it's probably going to be close if we see the same Michigan we've been seeing these mm-hmm. past, you know, two three weeks. But and for Penn State, I mean, you're kind of you're coming off a bye. You have that extra time to prepare for Michigan. So I don't know. Maybe we'll see some mix up here, but I'm not sure. Tennessee hops up to number six. I love well deserved. I love the hop up to number six. I agree. USC didn't play. Yeah, they beat Washington State thirty to fourteen. Not indicative, again, of what happened in the game. It was a one-score game going to the fourth. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Oklahoma State, another team that dropped down one, which is, you know, they had a close one. They had a 10-point game, but it was, you know, one-score game. I think they were losing. They were. They were losing. Then they came up right before halftime, and then they didn't lose the lead after that. But, yeah, only by 10 points. Obviously, you know, we talk about how Texas Tech is one of those teams that has such a great offense and can always light things up. You know, they did have Oklahoma State on the ropes for a bit. So, you know, it's a good drop for, well, not a good drop, but it makes sense why they're going to drop down one spot. But for Tennessee, yeah, that's a great that's a great bump up, especially with that convincing win over LSU. Absolutely stomped on them. Sorry, I'm shaking my head. I still see Syracuse in the top 25. <laughs> up four, by the way. Yeah, they went up, up four. four. They spots. get a bye week and they go up four. Like, what is this? I, I just. I'll say this. I love how Kansas did not move. I agree. And hey, what a great game that was. Yeah, very, sad. Um, very sad. But you know yeah. what? They they go. They're gonna go on the road to Oklahoma. That's gonna be an easy dub. Agreed. The. Oh, how about Oklahoma? Oh man. Red River. Road. Thank God Texas is ranked. You know what? Yeah, I mean, ranked 23. um, I just, how do you get beat that badly? I don't know. Yeah, I remember. So Zach and I, we just get the food. We go back to my car. We start driving. And Zach's like, hey, we we should take a look at the scores right now. And we see TCU, Kansas is so close. And then he tells me that Texas won 49 to 0. Mm-hmm. I mean, how bad do you have to be at home to get blown out to your rival like that? 
I mean, put up some fight, Oklahoma. But hey, I, that was disgusting. I agree. And you know what? Shout out to TCU. They they beat Kansas in a close one. They move up four spots. But yeah, I gotta agree with you. I like that Kansas didn't move. In fact, I could see. I think they're better than Syracuse. Honestly, I could have seen them moving up one after the loss. I don't but. like how Utah dropped below Kansas. They dropped nine spots. I mean, who did Utah lose to? The UCLA. Right, right, right. Who right. moved up seven spots? Yeah, UCLA is like, putting people on the map. They're putting themselves back out there. I mean, that was a great win for them. Would you have put UCLA over Oregon, though? Would I have put UCLA over Oregon? I don't think they get that right yet. No, I yeah, I agree with you. I think Oregon should have been 11, and UCLA should have been 12. And Oregon has looked fantastic since Georgia. Yes. I mean, they are 5-1. and one. So, I mean, they, they have a fairly convincing win over Arizona. I agree. I don't think they're, I don't think UCLA is better than Oregon. I don't think they've earned that yet, as you said, but they are 6-0. and So, I mean, maybe you put it like that, but I don't know. Wake Forest moves up one. NC mm-hmm. State's down another. Kansas State sticking in there. Mississippi State moving NC up State, seven. by the way. Wow. They were very close to being dropped out of the top 25. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. And Clutch defense, by the way. I don't. I don't know what FSU is doing. I, I don't know what they're doing. But why would you throw the ball in field goal range with thirty seconds left on the clock? Why are you throwing the ball? Why are you going for the touchdown? I don't know. Like, I understand it's college. You know, you can't really trust the kicker all the time. But you're inside the twenty-five. Thirty seconds left. You have two timeouts. Run the ball. I agree. Run the Set ball. Your kicker up. That's what I was going to say. Get it to the hash. Or that you if you're going to throw fast. the ball, if you're going to throw a fade route, make sure it's out of bounds. It's it's either the receiver can catch the ball. Or he can't. Or no one can catch the ball. That's like It's a very simple rule of a fade route. You either put it where your guy can catch it or you put it where no one can catch it. Yeah, I agree. And absolutely, he floated it. Not only was it a bad ball, he floated it to the defender. The wide receiver had no clue where, where it was. Defender, only the, he looked like he was out in center field catching a fly ball. Disgusting. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it was very. Good. I don't think it was very good play at all. Florida State are frauds. Hey, how about James Madison getting some respect? Let's go, James Madison. Ranked twenty five, five and zero. Oh. I mean, they deserve it. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I'm a little surprised to see them up there. But then again, am I really all that surprised? I, I don't know. I mean, who else would I have put above there? Texas got the ranking. Texas I, got I, the ranking. Honestly, I put North Carolina. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if Illinois deserves to be ranked. I mean, we'll see. We'll see this weekend. They get a home game against Minnesota. Who Minnesota was ranked a couple weeks ago. Now they are sitting at four. They're still four and one. Got a got a couple good ranked games coming up this week, man. Oh, I gotta yeah. tell you, I I'm not excited to have to pick between Oklahoma State and TCU. I feel like those have been those those two have been my my teams these these past couple weeks. Should be a lot of fun games to talk about. Absolutely. Are you gonna be in the area Friday? No, I'm visiting uh, my girlfriend in Maryland. Oh, have fun. Thank you. Yeah, unfortunately. Not going to be here. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's okay. Mr. Inconsistent. <laughs> Cincinnati, with a tough win on the road, moves up three spots. They get a bye week, though, this upcoming week. So do teams like Kansas State, 
Which, by the way, a 10-9 win does not deserve you to move with three spots, but we'll talk about that. Different time. Wake Forest, they get a bye week after beating Army 45-10. Oregon gets the bye week. UCLA gets the bye week. And coming off the bye, Syracuse is going to face NC State at home. Hey, what a ranked matchup. That's close to home, maybe. I think, maybe. The, I think the best game of the weekend is probably going to be Alabama-Tennessee, though, for sure. Oh, my God. That's, that's game of the week. Got to be. Got to be. College I, game day. Is college game day going to Tennessee? Yep. I would hope so. They're going back to Tennessee. I mean, they can, they can go to Michigan or they can go to Tennessee. But I think it's better to go to Tennessee. Yeah, that, that's where they are going. They are going to Tennessee. Yeah, okay, so. But three versus number six. Who would have thought that NC State-Syracuse would be a ranked matchup? I wouldn't have. No. I wouldn't have. TCU-Oklahoma State, that's going to be a very fun game. USC-Utah at Utah, too. Guess we'll see, man. First, I mean, I mean first kind of test here for USC. Like we said, they haven't really had that. They haven't really had the schedule so far, but they're winning games convincingly. Right. So that'll be for their first matchup. Illinois, like I said, Minnesota, Texas. They're going to face Iowa State, which does not look too good. Versus Kansas State. Kansas, like I said, they're at Oklahoma. That's nothing. Agreed. I mean. Kansas by 50. Yeah. And in Kentucky, they so they did not have Will Levis. No, they did not have Will Levis. And they lost 24-14 in the South Carolina. So that just makes Will Levis draft stock go up because it shows, hey, without Will Levis, this team is nothing offensively. Right. And now they desperately need Will Levis to come back. They need him. I agree. Because if they have Will Levis, I think they, they can beat Mississippi State. I think so as well. Yeah. But I guess we'll see if he comes back. There's going to be a lot more to talk about, but since we are combined in college football and NFL. Yes, sir. Let's get right into the NFL. Yeah. Um, hey, I, I want to say right now, for like the entire week out of the games that I picked, I'm 11 and 4 awaiting Monday Night Football. You really? Which teams did you lose? Not. I know what team lost for you. I'm very sorry. I am sorry that we put up double the yards of Houston, and we can only come away with six six points. Listen, Trevor, uh, what happened? What happened? Two. Okay, the first interception was disgusting. Like, second and one, roll out to the right. No one's open. Throw the ball away. Or, Or run for the first. I just can't believe that you don't. You can't. Like why? Put why would you throw that? More than that? Why would you throw that in triple coverage? What were you thinking? I don't know. It's just to get shut out in the second half. I, I can't believe that. Honestly, I really can't. Marvin, you know the sad part is that Marvin Jones said that they took the Texans lightly. I'm very happy you took the Texans lightly, Marvin. So happy. Good job. I wouldn't be. Well, I mean, if we're talking about our favorite teams, might as well just talk about the Eagles for a second. Look, it was an ugly game. All right, the it was an ugly game. It wasn't working out how Philly wanted to game plan. I mean, uh, Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard both had really great games. Devont Devontae Smith, he kept catching things in the screen. We kept running wide receiver screen. I I, I don't know why we did that. Is that why you had ten receptions for like eighty yards? We just kept running wide receiver screens, it, and it worked for like the first few, but then. 
the the Cardinals just knew what was coming, and he just kept getting tackled behind the line of scrimmage. And then for Dallas Goddard, I mean, he oh he's, he keeps having sneaky good games, quietly getting 80 yards, 60 yards, 90 yards. That's just what he does. He just keeps getting overlooked. And, I mean, defensively, C.J. Gardner-Johnson finally got a pick. I think that's important. I think that's super key to the game because of how close it was. I think we played... We kept playing a soft zone coverage, and we kept just getting eaten up underneath, and our defense was tired, and I just, I don't know. I, I didn't like the defensive game plan. Um, and then for the Cardinals, I think Kyler Murray lost that game. He did. He lost I, that game. I mean, he just didn't have How the awareness. You? He slid down about almost two yards short of the first, about a yard and a half, and then, and then no awareness, the clocks the ball. Yeah. And, like, I get it. If that's Matt Prater, sure. But it's not. It's uh, Amendola, the backup kicker. Doesn't doesn't matter who it is. You don't spike the ball on third and one. I agree. I Especially with 22 seconds left. Like, I know you don't have a timeout, but that's enough time to run a QB sneak, at least try and or not get it. Or another play. Right. At least attempt a first down and get some more yards. I think I just don't think he knew. And you know what? Important to keep a note. It was a double XP weekend in Call of Duty this weekend. Oh, my God. No, I think he <laughs> it, thought, it was. I think he thought he got the first down. I agree. I also think that's and what I, happened. I, it, like, you feel bad, but at the same time, you got like, to know. You do. You do. You got to have that awareness, see if they're moving the chains or not. And they didn't, and he just clocked it. Yeah. I mean, look, we both had backup kickers that game, both the Eagles and the Cardinals. Um, but like I said, if that's Matt Prater, I guess you still, obviously you don't want to do that, but you trust Matt Prater more than you trust Amendola, but still How about the giants. Hey man, I put the Packers on upset alert. You did. No one wanted to listen. Listen, man, Daniel Jones, he was showing some grit out there. He's got a bum ankle. His hand was bleeding. Uh, from getting cut up from the turf or the grass or whatever. And he's out there running the ball, throwing some dimes, some absolute dimes. And, hey, how about Saquon? Saquon had a great game, great rushing game, had the wildcat touchdown. And shout out to their backup, not their backup, their rookie tight end, Daniel Bellinger, had the rushing touchdown. And, I mean, their defense, man, their defense came up big when they needed it to. I mean, they shut out the Packers in the second half, minus the safety, but they gave that up anyways. And for the Packers, man, I don't know. Do you, are you worried if you're a Packers fan? Yeah. Like, I understand it's the Giants. Like, coming into the game, 3-1 Giants, but they haven't really faced any competition. One, this shows the Giants can compete with anyone in the NFL. 4-1. and one. And shows that the Packers are not that team. From years past. I agree. That the detriment of having no number one wide receiver is really going to hurt them. The O-line did not look good. No, it didn't. And even David Bakhtiari, he was getting some penalties. Mm-hmm. Where he's that, that sort of like um, in-and-out rotation they're doing, it just it, it keeps him out of sync and he's not getting into rhythm. And, you know, that's that's going to be harmful. But, yeah, I, I, think this game is, I think this game was one – by that Giants defense. I mean, they came up big, and then obviously Saquon is that guy. And you know what? Let's talk about another team going to the AFC East. 
Second shutout of the year. I said the Patriots are going to win this game. Oh, yeah. Hey. So the Patriots. There's no way they lose in the retro uniforms. And Well, Ramondre Stevenson and the boys showed us that there was no way. Yeah, I mean, what happened to the Lions, man? What they, happened? They got Bill Belichick. They did. I told you guys. Do you really think Jared Goff is going to get points against Bill Belichick? I mean, I thought it would be at least close to this. But, hey, Bailey Zappi, he looked pretty good. He's a game manager. But Ramondre Stevenson. Showing it why he is the RB. Yeah, I mean, 25 attempts, 161 yards, average is 6.4. I mean, that's a great game by him, especially when, you know, your first and second string quarterbacks are hurt. You're coming off of a really close loss to the Packers. So, I mean, things are looking up for the Patriots, and they need to be, especially after the Jets just picked up a big win against Miami. I also put Miami in upset alert. As did I. I should have taken him as my lock of the week. I was, I was very close to taking them as my lock. Who'd you of the take week. for your lock? I took Seattle, which they almost oh. made me right. They almost did, and then Taysom Hill said, "Ah." Yeah, Taysom Hill four total touchdowns I mean, I, and a fumble recovery. There's no way I could have guessed that. No. So I, I mean, they put up what? Uh, thirty-two points. Thirty-two points. How do you expect to lose? How- the Seahawks. I mean, Geno Smith is doing everything he can. He put up over. He put up forty-eight last week. Puts up 32 this week. I think the answer is the Seahawks defense just isn't that great. It's just not that great. Because if it was, the Saints wouldn't have scored 39 and won that game. I mean, you can't predict Taysom Hill. You honestly, you really can't. But yeah, I mean, Geno Smith, I think he's he's looking great. Yeah. Geno Smith has definitely looked fantastic. Tyler Lockett... DK Metcalf, this, this is all they needed. They didn't need Russell Wilson. No, they needed Geno Smith. Geno Smith. But uh, yeah, the I, New York I, Jets, they're, they're they're a pretty good football team. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you're the same. It is. It is. Zach Wilson. He played a he played an okay passing game. I think the run was really where they excelled. I mean, Brees Hall, 18 attempts, 97 yards, had a touchdown, had a hundred yards through the air only on two receptions i mean that's a great game from Brees hall michael carter got two touchdowns zach wilson got one on the ground so did braxton barrios but i think the most important thing that happened in this game was the new concussion protocol absolutely screwed the dolphins screwed me in fantasy who'd you have in fantasy teddy b because <laughs> i have a two qb like system yeah teddy bridgewater is my second qb yeah, because, like, I get it. We're talking about player safety, but that's not the hit to take him out on. Right? I just I just don't get it. Now they're trying too hard. I, I don't know. I, I, think that, I think that the new concussion protocol needs to be looked at again because, obviously, it, it, I think it lost this game for Miami. It did because Miami that, lost from the jump when they had to throw out a third string rookie QB, who's was probably never going to see an NFL game. Saw an NFL game. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Uh, two more important things to talk about before Monday Night Football, or I guess three. One, Deion Jones getting traded to Cleveland. Yeah, something I, that just happened last night that. We, think some people missed but he got traded from Cle- uh, from Atlanta to Cleveland for a 6th and 7th round pick 
I think they're absolutely seeing Deion Jones. Yeah, I agree. Or he he's at least worth a third round pick. Yeah, I think that would, I think they got some great compensation. F- no, no, no. I'm sorry. They didn't get great compensation for him. I think they won that trade for sure. And I mean, hey, the Browns they almost won last. Yeah. Um, yesterday they were up fourteen nothing. Then the Austin Eckler and crew decided to play football. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mike Williams had himself a day. Justin Herbert, you know, whatever looks fine. Actually, that Philby Brissett had more passing yards than Herbert. Yeah, that fourth down call uh, by Brandon Staley was awful. Yeah. I mean, atrocious. He's they're very lucky. Austin Eckler decided to play football these past two weeks, or else they're very, the Los Angeles Chargers are not three and two. The Chargers are lucky that Cade York missed the kick. Mm-hmm. Again, Brown special teams killing them again. Yeah. But they get a guy, Deion Jones, who I think is going to be a veteran leader for this linebacker room, for a very young linebacker room that they have. Very excited to see what he can do. Atlanta, I mean, I don't know why you're giving up on the season already, but I guess if you're going to take a move, take a move. Um, what else happened? Matt Rule. Right, I Your was going to say that. He just, Matt Rule just got fired. Your boy, what happened? <laughs> Carolina, I thought they were making the playoffs. <laughs> so did I. Uh, Baker Mayfield's out with a high ankle sprain for the next couple weeks. P.J. <sighs> Walker is... Uh, yeah, P.J. Walker's going to be starting. Sam Darnold's still hurt. Carolina is going to go for... Uh, well, this isn't the NBA draft, so there's no Victor Wembanyama there. But uh, let's just say Carolina's finally going to get a QB at one. Yep. And, it's um, not going to be Cam Newton. I'll admit it. I was wrong. It's Awful. okay. Got awfully wrong. It's okay. I still have to tell people I'm sorry for telling them the Raiders were going to be a good football team this year. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'll uh, tell you every week that I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the Panthers. You're sorry for the Raiders. And one more thing before we get to Monday Night Football. That, ca- that Cowboys defense, man, I, amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. The special teams, the defense, Micah Parsons. I mean, it is Cooper Rush. They're a good team. Manage that game to perfection. They're a good team. The defense told me otherwise. The NFC beast. Yeah. Yeah, except the commanders. 5 and 0, 4 and 1, 4 and 1, 1 and 4. <sighs> should be on 5. I, uh, should be. I agree. But we also shouldn't be 2 and 3. You should be 4 and 1. You beat the commanders, you beat the Texans. How does that sound? Don't do it. I'm the only person here with you. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, man. I think the Rams. I don't know what's going on there, man. I know they have no O line. <laughs> Is that? I mean, Is but what the, about the defense? Defense held them to twenty-two. They held them to one touchdown in the second half. The defense did their job. I don't know. I feel like the de- I, maybe so, but I I don't know if I don't know if the defense is the same that we've seen. It's not, but at the same time, let's see. I mean, uh, who did the Rams play next week? Week six, um, the Rams. They have the Panthers at home. All right. Well, well whatever. <laughs> well, talking about Monday night. By the way, Baltimore, Cincinnati. Justin, there's three things guaranteed in life. Death, taxes, and Justin Tucker hitting a, a game-winning field goal. So did you see the metric that they used? Or, like, whatever. No. Um, that that kick was kicked at 26.71 yards. 
So if the uprights were a half yard apart from each other, it would still be a good field goal. <laughs> that's such a fu- that's such a weird. It's stat. such a weird stat, but that's how accurate he is. He kicked that straight down the middle. Like you, you can't get more down the middle than that kick. No, he's like he's that guy. He's the greatest. I think he's the greatest kicker of all time. I think there's a guy named Vinatieri. I think that you just can't deny what he did in 2001. That's true. You can't deny Adam Vinatieri. I think I think Justin Tucker is certainly the most clutch kicker. Well. Well, what? Do you, do you, are we just gonna forget 2011 in in New England? <laughs> okay. Whatever. Clutch. He's Justin Tucker's just he's insane. Kansas City hosting Vegas. This is not gonna be a game. No. Mahomes and crew is putting up four hundred yards and seven touchdowns. The Raiders are gonna wish they stayed in Oakland. I'm just kidding. They love Vegas. I love them in Vegas. They do. I really do. That's a great stadium. It is. Oh, and hey, I just want to say, I know college football, we're going to talk about this. I was watching the BYU-Notre Dame game. Notre Dame, baby! That was a, gr- that was a great game. Um, their tight end, what, what's his name? Baby Gronk. Yeah. Well, watch for him in the draft. He's a junior, so I, I, I could see him declaring. He's definitely going to declare. I don't know why he would want to stick to this no. garbage organization. For number, number one tight, tight end off the board. Michael Mayer, sure. by the way. Michael Mayer. That's yes. right. I, I couldn't remember what his name was. Yeah, he yeah. played an amazing game. That, and by the way, those uniforms. I kind of like them. They were great. I kind of like them. The BYU's all black were pretty great as well. I thought I, we saw some great uniforms. Too bad they stink on ice. Yeah, too bad they couldn't. Notre Dame's receiving votes, though. Uh, with another win, they might be in there. They might, might be in there. Too bad with they a Syracuse st- loss, they might be in there. <sighs> Again, it's a. Appalling. <laughs> Appalling. Syracuse is getting ranked. Now, okay, if they beat who, who, who NC they, State. If they beat NC State, then yeah, Syracuse, number one. If they beat right. NC State, we were wrong. I'm sorry. But, but we're not it's wrong. It's not going to happen. Yet. NC State, take them down. Kansas City, lock it in. Is this your lock of the week? No. Oh, wait. No, this is Monday night. I just wanted to say oh, lock yeah. it in. Yeah, you got you to gotta lock this in, though, for um, sure. I didn't realize we're over time here. I'm so sorry. It is 202. My bad. But yeah, give me Chiefs 42, Raiders 20. It's got to be. I'm going to have to go with you there, too. Um, Raiders just stink. They stink on ice. I'm going to go 45. I'll go 23. 24. All right. I'll get Devontae a touchdown. But yeah, this is the Letterman here, 9.7 WCLH. We'll be back Wednesday with more NBA, NFL, NCAA, MLB. Yeah. Yes, sir. Ryan Martell on the Letterman. Steven Kowski. Yes, sir. You got it. Keep it locked. You got it.